Hi there, and welcome to the Bar Talk Podcast, revived from Moskana's Bar. I am Logan Rogers, and today I am joined with my beautiful co-hosts, Nick wow. Phipps. Oh, thank you. Beautiful. And thank you. Ralph Helm. Hello, how are you? You notice how he said beautiful and only said my name, and then just looked at you and said Ralph. The beautiful co-hosts. The beautiful co-hosts. I heard it. I mean, unless, I mean, unless, unless you have Ralph Helm. Oh, exquisite. Yes. I've heard it both ways. That's okay. nice. I, I nice. feel, yeah. I feel like good. That's, that's good. Oh, oh yeah, I bet you do. Okay. Uh, All right, so gentlemen, thank you. it's been, it may have been about two years, two I think. years since <laughs> we sat down and actually recorded something. Yeah, it's been far too long. I don't um, feel like we've missed anything. No, no, no nothing no, has really happened. So. There have been no movies of note, uh, no, no comic uh, books, no, no, no comic books. No one's gotten married. No, no one's, one's gotten, gotten married. married. Nope. Um, let's see. Uh, no new novels, no nope. new, um, nope. new games, no new games, no new games that released. Um, I none yeah. of us have lied in two years. Yes, exactly. That is except for everything new. that we just said was yeah. a lie. Yeah, we are the most honest people that we know. Yeah, I lie. We're the a only lot. people we know. I, I, I don't. But that was just a lie. So obviously, I do. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I see. That, yeah, okay. see how okay. that works. Right. Yeah, so nice. I get that exactly. Okay. Well, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Um, so Nate, yes, I think you probably have the biggest news out of everyone here. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, the biggest news is that I got married. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, how's that go? It's going great. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're we're a little over seven months in. And it is actually fantastic yeah. uh, being married to a wonderful woman. Her name's Katie. Hello, Katie. Hi, Katie. Hello, Katie. Uh, you guys like her, I assume. Yeah, I think she's, she's all right. I think we did okay on this one. She's yeah. all that. Uh, we talked about her a while ago on the podcast. We did. Yeah. I feel like when things like were like just met her, young and right. exciting. And... So we want to thank Wait, Katie okay. on the podcast for officially causing the death and oh, resurrection yeah. oh, of this podcast. podcast. Yeah. Great job, Katie. I Just so everybody yeah. understands, Katie is in no way a Yoko Ono. Oh, <laughs> it was not like what? she was the reason. <laughs> Sorry, Logan, you may be a little young oh. for that reference. <laughs> she it. did not break up the podcast. It wasn't It wasn't like that she was this controlling figure in <laughs> Nate's life that made him have to like create music where there's less like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And call that music. So she, she does a bit, um, a little bit, but no, there was uh, it was it was just really life and time and you know. Yeah. I, oh, I guess I guess I've had some big news as well because I, I was going to ask. I, I think I, ask. I think I had a new kid. Did you? Yeah. Another yes. Girl, right? yeah, I, 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 no. Fourth girl. No. Oh, no. 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 Had my oh. boy. Had a boy. Yes. <laughs> yes. Bringing the, the streak. And and to go with the geekery of our family, he is named. Obi, Obi, Obi Wan, Obi Rob Helm Nobi is what we call him. Cutest uh, friggin' kid yeah. ever. So, <laughs> yes, yes. So that was that was a lot of fun. So yeah, they're married, no kids. We're married, four kids. I'm single. Logan's what's single. Up, Ladies, what's up? He's single. Hey there. Talk to him. How you doing? How you doing? Have you met? Have you met my friend Logan? Hi. He's all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you met Logan? Yeah. You hey. should. You, you should. should. You should meet Logan. I need a TV TV show. TV show? Yeah. yeah. Have you met? Just call it Have You Met Logan. Exactly. Uh, how I Met Your Logan? How I Met Your Logan. Yeah. How I Met Your Logan. Yeah. Told from the woman's perspective. Uh, exactly. Yes. Exactly. I like this. Yeah. I like this. I mean, I don't make an appearance till like, you know, the eighth or ninth season, but, you know, it's cool. It's whatever. <laughs> hey, hey, royalties are yours. Exactly. That's right. That's right. Title, that's fine. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and how is life for Logan? Life is, uh, life's busy. Life's yeah. busy. I, let me think. I have a new job. For yes. sure. 
I work grocery, which is a, it's a job. Um, let me think. Such optimism. Such optimism. It's not a bad job. It's not no. a bad job. I do it's a not great like, company. Yeah, it's a great company. I just don't like the hours. But that's okay. That's okay. I'm fine. I'm fine. You find time for podcasting. I find time for podcasting. And I find time for Blade and Soul. Blade and Soul, Blade and Soul is a thing. Which, we will probably which talk I about. guess that we're going to talk about later. That it's played on this like antiquated system. It's called... Would you guys call them PCs? Com- computers. PCs. Wait, no. The, but they're... But they're what is it? Win- Windows? Win- Windows? Windows based? Windows boss. Isn't that the company that makes the like that Microsoft? They make the Xbox, right? Yeah, yeah. it's a, yeah. it's like and an so Xbox. They still they still do computer stuff. So believe it or not, it might wow. actually be the the most important thing about their company. Yeah, wow. no, let me explain it for all our, our younger listeners. Uh, so a PC stands for personal computer, and what it is, it's very much similar to your Xbox. Uh, 360s if or your you, phone or, or you know Xbox Ones or your PlayStation 3 or 4 if you are so gracious to have or one. your phone but a lot bigger I have all or, or your phone uh, but it's also not an Apple it's a whole other thing that does it's, it's an orange thing yeah this it's uh, fascinating yeah you can actually put your own parts into it and upgrade your own system to make Which it is better something I'm actually considering doing. see there we go um, yeah, yeah. it's uh, and it's really because another big thing since the last time it's VR is actually a thing. Yep, it is. That is true. Virtual reality. It and I very much want to mess around with VR. Yes. So, yeah. But in order to do that, I need to massively upgrade my graphics card and maybe my CPU. So Probably. It's amazing how much VR has grown. It's uh, And it's exciting because like there are so many companies who are getting into it. Yeah. Like Apple, Apple is even... Are they? they keep, oh, Apple keeps hiring people away. Yep engineers from these other vr startups and okay. they've they've hired away a couple major guys from oculus and brought them in so it's, yeah, I mean, it's i think in there it's kind of like in apple's back secret labs it's kind of it's kind of like the whole samsung the runoff that came out that i mean it wasn't massively yeah. popular but they mm-hmm. pushed that for a while i think that apple is trying to <laughs> excuse me leapfrog onto that concept and and do something within their phone as a 3d virtual reality system like, i just i just yeah. miss my vir- my virtual boy yeah, you know, <laughs> from, yeah. i never oh, I those never were the days <laughs> but it's but it is amazing to think about that like that we were talking about the virtual boy in like the early to mid 90s and then MIT was working really, really hard on a bunch of just ahead of a, a bunch of VR stuff, which was very antiquated. Then MIT was working with Disney Imagineering on working yeah, on some of their park stuff, and uh, so it's. But and here we are in 2016, and now they're talking about these VR systems that may someday, within the next year to two years, be sitting on our desks oh, or sitting nice. in on top of our game consoles, yep. and that because of the cost at one time looked like it was a pipe dream that there would never be a way they're still ridiculous to make it happen yes they are there is there as much as a game system if not more uh, i'm gonna say is the, where is the elon musk of virtual reality i we think oculus one. i think oculus is well the, really the oculus doing, is what six hundred dollars yeah the yes base 599 yeah. 599 and, and um, if you go with the pad in the system with like the harness i think that that one's uh Right in that fifteen hundred range mm-hmm. with the okay. headset because they have. I don't think we've gotten pricing on like the HTC Vive mm-hmm. no. or the um, the 
all I can think is Project Morpheus. Maybe it's just PlayStation VR. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't, price on I don't think we've seen though, but I, I know that they still have the 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 uh, what is it? It's like the the running system, so that as you turn, the harness allows your body to shift with the headset, and I think that that's an additional cost. Gotcha. But I think what's cool is with this technology. I feel like they're bringing back also this whole idea of communal gaming because there's these VR companies who are creating these entire room virtual systems yeah. where, uh, you know, I- I'm, I'm young, I'm old enough to remember back when going to an arcade and playing video games, going to places right. like Dave and Buster's and going to places like that and playing video games with friends, a uh-huh. big group of friends or going to play, I mean, just, I mean I, they still have these around. Going to play laser tag, you know, yeah, where you're yeah. where you're going someplace with a group of friends to experience something mm-hmm. in a uh, a controlled environment, yeah. a controlled world. Yeah. That that's another thing that they're looking at doing VR is they're bringing back this thing where a group of people go in and they play VR games in a big, huge room. Mm-hmm. And are able to, you know, see each other, their virtual avatars, and and whether it be something like a Call of Duty type of thing, or whether yeah, it just, just be like a capture the flag, or just one step. Sword Art Online. Or something, yeah, sword exa- art exactly. exactly. You jump to or, Sword Art, and I just go, holodeck anyone? Yeah, or, or, or hey, hey, let's see no, Ready Player One, you well, know. I, I have that book, I got that book in the Loot Crate, like, I don't know. Several months ago, yeah. Yeah, a year ago at this point. And I still haven't read it. It's just been sitting it on my is, desk. It is a must-read. It's okay. so They're making a movie. So, yes, they are. Uh, I'll probably watch the movie. Directed by Spielberg. It just got pushed back to 2018 because they're really course. working hard on getting the casting right for it. And I, I think you. once you read it, you'll, you'll know. You'll why. know why. Have you read it? What, no. What Ready Player One by no. Ernest Cline. Not, yeah. It is. It is. If you're a geek, it's kind of like it's. It's almost like our. I wouldn't call it the. Bible, but like a really important <laughs> commentary. Gotcha. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, that's the best way to. It's fantastic, and um, for a child of the uh, me being a child of the eighties, it has so many great eighties references and and things like that. But also, it's it's very accessible for people of all generations. It's it's a terrific, terrific book. But yeah, it's amazing to me. Uh, v, just how the VR was this pipe dream up to like ten years ago, but these past year and a half, two years. I mean, yeah. E3 yeah. and, and, and some of these other things. It's like all of a sudden people are like, it's all about VR. The future is VR. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a ton of Silicon Valley startups. Yep. Uh, a buddy of mine actually just went moved from TechCrunch, working for TechCrunch, to working for a VR company startup. Yeah. So it's amazing. And, and it'll be, I think it'll be exciting because it is a new realm and a new world. And there's a lot of, a lot of really, really cool things uh, that are opening the doors for, for some really great experiences, I think, for not only for gamers... But for uh, people who have disabilities, who yeah. maybe aren't able to to experience a national park, absolutely, or uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, the sky limit. is the limit, man. And it's sure. just so exciting. Yeah. It's so cool. Well, that, I think that brings up a good point, though. Is like, so we we see the concept of virtual reality, and we kind of stick to video games. But you you open up the door of well, what else does it lead it's to? Educational, yeah, it's, it's educational, you know, medical. Mm-hmm. It's, but yeah, there's a lot of possibilities. Yeah, and I mean, think about like you know, as opposed to pulling out cadavers every time we need to uh, like talk about a surgeon learning yeah, how to do something. It's like let's VR. let's hop in VR and simulate this thing in a real practical manner where you have to physically move, but you're not doing anything that's causing yeah, like, a cost redundancy. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's important. And I think that what I want to ask Logan is though, what is 
the thing that you are most excited about in the future for VR coming up in the next, let's say, year exactly 12 months besides the clear sort of online yeah, well, eventually and coming I to don't life think we're close, <laughs> no we're close no no kind of technology um it's hard to say like the only experience i have with vr um was at pax like three years ago at this point where i got to they just sat me down they strapped it on me i didn't get to touch it at all and i got to sit in the race cars that drove around and just look around um but just it's it's hard for me to think of what you know, like the possibilities are until I experience them, but just like, I just, I want, you know, more immersion in games. Like I keep hearing sure. people talk about, you know, like how it's actually, when you strap on that headset, you actually, you know, like you forget that you sometimes are you know sitting in a chair or standing in a room. Like when you look over a cliff, you get that vertigo feeling and, or when something hops out, you know, you get scared and stuff. So I just, I want, I don't know what I'm looking forward to. I just want to experience. Okay, so you're just actually looking raw experience. Yeah, raw that's cool. Yeah. yeah, are you guys? Yeah, what about you, Nate? Um, you know, with virtual reality, I think we talked about this briefly. Is I am concerned that it removes. I know we've been talking a little bit about community, and you talked about the arcade situation. What I fear with virtual reality that they can somehow incorporate that quicker than anything else is the multiplayer or multi-community platform within virtual reality um, as fast as possible because I feel like it's just yet again another form of isolation gaming and we talk about you know oh we have massive multiplayer online games and all we do with it is truncate it down to this is your group of people and you need that group of people to go do this specific thing yeah. cough, you don't ever... destiny cough cough exactly yeah I mean, uh, world yeah. of warcraft world, tell, yeah. tell whatever you want i mean you hang out with your 30 people and that's it it doesn't it's not community-based gaming sure. there's a lot of stuff out there i think um and we'll get into blade and soul later i think blade and soul is a great example of a platform system that allows you to just jump in meet new people and you're not required to hold on to your group of 10 so tightly no. but then it makes your group of 10 fantastic for sure and we'll talk about that later but I, I hope that that's something that gets incorporated quickly and i've seen steps with that some of the stuff that they've kind of you know they've shown the the room vr where it's like if you're in this room you are connected to these people and the expansion yeah. of that as it grows further and further i think is super important to have the element to like oh i'm in you're in we're in the same moment and if i swing my head oh i can see you now and it yeah. adds that immersion level that logan's talking about with what yeah ralph hit on briefly and i think that's important i just don't want to see i'm sitting in my room in my game isolated looking over a cliff and going yeah cool i got vertigo it's like yeah it's, yeah and that's it like i, I just want to see it like, continue yeah. to expand yeah I, and i think that's for, that's for me i miss those i mean there's still some laser tag places around and things like that but I was always like, I always loved those. I always loved like going indoor go-kart racing, but yeah. I mean, you know, all, all kinds of things like that. But imagine, you know, walking into a place, you know, and then like the world, like, and you walk in, it's just, just big, huge warehouse. And it's got some steps up and down and some, some, it's like, everything is like chroma green, but there's something, you know, maybe some barricades or things like that. And you and a group of your friends, like maybe the three of us and, three other friends of ours, like your brother and, yeah. you know, maybe you know, some of your family members or whatever. Like, like the, there's a team of three on three and, and it's like, okay, guys, all right, now basically we're, which, which game do you want to play? It's like, okay, well, we want to take on the Death Star. 
Oh. It's like, okay, you guys, you three are stormtroopers, and you three are not maybe not Luke Han and Chewie, but you you three are rebel rebel soldiers. Why couldn't and, it be Luke Han? Okay, you could, like, you could be. absolutely. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But then the whole idea is that you get to replay. Like, 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 we're, like we're kids again, you yeah, know, yeah. running around with these pretend like plastic things in our hands. But when we look down in the VR headsets, they're, they're guns and we're running out of the Millennium Falcon and we're firing and uh-huh. shooting. And we look over and we can see like, you know, Obi-Wan and uh, Vader fighting and a mat and be, be feeling like you're there because your feet are running against the ground and there's so yeah. so there's some tangibility to what you're doing mm-hmm. but the world is skinned like literally skinning a room yeah into anything and oh my gosh that just yeah. that really excites me to be able to create these experiences or, or recreate these experiences from our favorite movies or all new experiences yes. like you go to a place it's like okay now you're in a spacesuit and you're walking on the planet mars oh. i mean just yeah, the, I, and yeah. It, but it starts with you like being in a room and you're sitting in a vibrating chair and then <laughs> it, it feels but it feels like you're in a Take spaceship off, yeah. and taking off and then you get out of the space the spaceship the i'm i'm, I'm doing quoting hands in the <laughs> I microphone say, I don't think I, and you get that. out of the spaceship and then all of a sudden you're walking on a brand new planet yeah well, to me that does that raise the question though is well and i agree i think it's 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 a fascinating possibility but does that lead us to a point in society where and i think we talked about this a while back many years ago but just the the concept of the movie surrogates where escapism you know the escapism versus reality and does that push us further as a society into escapism or does it immerse us further into opportunities not readily available and that's that's a question i think is very difficult but what do you think logan on that um i think it's it's a it's it's a worry i can totally see you know i feel like i know people who would you know probably just retreat into their you know virtual reality worlds absolutely um, rather than having to deal with the real world but that's in anything Oh, I, 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 had a, oh, I, had a, sure. I had a friend of mine. I mean, not to get personal, I'm not going to say their their name on here, but I had a friend of mine it's me. who's no, yeah, it's Logan. It's not. Uh, no, this yeah. was sev- this was several years ago. I had a friend of mine whose marriage fell apart because of World of Warcraft. Wow. Because okay. of it, because of a true real addiction to World of Warcraft. Yeah, no, I get that. And and that's so. I think anything can be used, but I, For sure. I, you know, For sure. I gosh, I remember when. Command and Conquer first came oh. out in like the mid yeah. late 90s and it was kind of the first online like when online gaming was really kind of taking off and playing Command and Conquer and Starcraft and you know, there were t- times for me it it, it, it it to me was always a way to deal with my anxiety a lot yeah. of times I could just basically jump on this virtual world and play and play against people and you know if they, if they had such rudimentary rudimentary chat as compared to what do they have now mm-hmm. like being able to chat with other players online and because you know we were we were basically on like these old like 56k baud modems you know? so <laughs> the graphics couldn't be that great and the and everything and now we're like this huge streaming pipelines and everybody pretty much everybody's got broadband internet yeah. they're playing yeah. these games uh so but i think anything uh, really there anything that you hold on to too tightly can be can become an addiction or or something that you basically become a turtle and isolate yourself mm-hmm. into i think the problem is people like to say oh video games are blah 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 these virtual worlds are the the enemy and actually Klein's ready player one actually talks a lot yeah. about that that issue it's kind of interesting it's kind of yeah. but 
I think just like you know, just like anything, there's you know, pros balance. and cons. But yeah, yeah. The balance is, is key. Well, I guess my concern is is that right now it exists, and you guys talked about it. Is well, it doesn't exist yet in that format though, to where man, I want to go to Paris today and see the Eiffel Tower because I've never yeah. done it. So as opposed to going to work and working hard to achieve a goal to take a trip to Paris, which I, I know that that's a terrible example. I get that, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, how much easier is it to be like, I'm gonna go spend five hundred bucks, and now I'm there. And so it removes that element of motivation to mm -hmm. do the thing versus sit. It, it's an, to me, it's just an easy excuse. And I'm not saying that that's what people would use it for, but it sure seems like if it got that good, we're, we're <laughs> it would just, have to be incredible. You'd have to, I mean, there, there would have to be some sort of way to feel the breeze. We're not I far from that because you look at some of the, like go even up to and again we're in Seattle. If you go up to Vancouver, Canada, they have an aquarium that has a 4D theater, and in it, it sprays you with water. It mists you. The chairs move. The screen is a 3D screen, so images are coming at you. Yeah. And I'm yeah. just saying, it's so well. Disney's been doing that for years too. A lot of their a lot of their Things are kind of virtual reality, forty screens. But there's the there's the there's three hundred and sixty degree one yeah. in. in um, uh, so I'm just saying, how far could it actually be from a virtual reality system that can incorporate some of the elements of that and make you just feel as you are there in that place? Yeah, but like, are they are they actually like spraying you with water? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I don't know how well that translates to like home VR. Like, no, I'm just I saying it, it could be because scripted programs. It could be some of those that, that can be yeah. So yeah, when you buy those, yeah, you get a you get you get a free smart bottle. You know, yeah. it's like yeah. spray um, yourself exactly. Yeah. And only smelling this that you just put under people's noses as they're walking. Like you could also, Ooh, it's a French bakery. Mm. Oh, that smells good. I can smell the butter on it. But yeah, that's like that's one of the I don't know scary things about the idea of VR. Uh, once it gets to that point where you know. There's no reality to changes like There's you no actually true, true. Ex like exit this world and go into another like it's like you know you lose how yeah. you, you're gonna lose control of your mind you're gonna just be like you know laying there on this bed or wherever you're yeah at. And, and i i'm not saying we're even remotely close to it it's just a question of what is the reality that people will then choose is do we choose fantasy or do we choose reality and i think that the bridge is already there it's a very small bridge currently and the more we expand it the more people cross over into the fantasy bridge especially if it's accessible affordable and if it is comparable and it's um it's version if it, yeah. it looks yeah. real it smells real if it you know if it, it has real, those yeah. qualities why would you ever come back to reality where life is tough <laughs> well, you, it gotta, just is. you gotta pay for those uh, electric bills that yeah. wi-fi but I, but i think but i think to counter argument what you're talking about someone who may for whatever reasons from where they were born where they live um, economically may never get to visit paris and, and, and I, may, I, yeah and, or someone or someone with a dis you know disability who for whatever reason it's going to be too hard they've always wanted to you know fly in an airplane but they're never going to be able to because the logistics are too tough with oxygen or, or whatever mm -hmm. to be able to allow a child Who's like, no, you're never ever going to be able to fly yeah. an airplane. Be able to strap on a VR headset to them in, in their hospital bed and and, and, and give them an experience. I I I think that's the stuff. To be honest with you, and, and I'm not trying to sound like, oh, look, you know, like oh, I'll fill our sure. Program. But that to me 
really excites no, me no, as to sure. what VR can do. And that's why I'm yeah. not against it anyway. And I'm, I'm a proponent for VR just for those reasons. I do have that concern, though, that as a whole, society will take yet again another drastic ship to the uh, fantasy side of things versus the reality. Because, I mean, even look at now, you know, and I've been a, a gamer for oh, a couple years. Just a, just a handful. Just a handful. I mean, I didn't play a game called EverQuest back in 1999 when it first launched. No big deal. Um, game I was eight. You were eight. Oh, wow. Uh, dated. Hey, uh, but, you know, back then it was a very different version of what is accessible currently. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing because technology needs to advance. And boy, are we in a great period of advancement. And I want to keep seeing advancement. I don't want us to hold up VR based on a few handfuls of people who are no matter what they're going to stick to fantasy and they're yeah. going to stay there i'm just worried about the rest of the world if it is easily accessible i do hope that it's not easily accessible so that the people who i feel are the most deserving like you're talking about the disenfranchised or the the, the disabled or who people who just can't perform that or financially can't accomplish those things can take that time and do that and that's what excites me about it. I just want to make sure that it's used appropriately and not, you know, as a crutch for somebody to just be like, yeah, I don't have to go outside ever. It makes me wonder, though, like, you know, we're talking about, like, you know, taking trips to Paris and VR, how it's going to, you know, or, or on what scale it's going to affect, like, you know, tourism. And oh, absolutely. And- I don't think it I don't think it will primarily because of the fact there's nothing like experiencing those things in real life. I've. You know, I've been to Walt Disney World several times. I've been to, I've not been to Disneyland before, but I, I've been through some experience of those like 40 and 360 degree VR things. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, they're cool. And, and, you know, obviously we live in an area where we can go down to a real IMAX theater and see some amazing things in the Boeing IMAX 80 foot by 60 foot screen in 3D. And oh, yeah. it's, but no matter what it's like sitting in a movie theater rushing down a river in a kayak or or skiing down a mountain or or whatever i don't think there are things that you can't it doesn't totally take the place of of really doing it now you're right i mean who knows who knows where vr could go where they could could it be so become so immersive that we are literally feeling like with every Thing with maybe things against our with sensors against our skin or or little things in our brain or, yeah, or whatever that we are, we're not going that far <laughs> but that we're actually there that we're feeling uh yeah. tactile things with our hands like if i if i'm uh you know petting a wookie uh that i feel like i'm petting a wookie like that my hands feel soft fur as opposed to feeling hard table yeah <laughs> Who knows where this could all go? Right. Uh, some of that's kind of like really, really cool. It excites me. It's like, how cool would it be to be in a cage with lions and not worry about like being eaten? Yeah. Um, then, <laughs> so, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's like, I, I'm kind of, you know. I think that it has a, a greater impact on tourism more than anything else worldwide because, you know, um, and, you know, Katie and I, when we went on our honeymoon, we went to the Dominican Republic and, these people rely on tourism as a means of income for their entire year. And so if, you know, tourism doesn't happen, then for us, 
to like hold them out of that and just start hopping in a VR machine to go see the coolest of the coolest in a country. One, my biggest fear is what happens to those countries that are already, and I'm not saying that the Dominican Republic is down and out, but like what happens if you remove that element that is so stable and so supportive of mm. them? And then the other half of that that I worry about is all the things that people miss. And that's the key to me is it's so easy to look up the biggest of the best of the brightest of everything and just go point click. I want to see that because yeah. Google is a thing. If you didn't know. Really? Uh, yeah. It's a thing. When did it become a thing? Uh, a while ago. You oh. can Google it. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> that was really good. actually. Uh, yeah. Uh, but my thing is you go to these places and you go to anywhere in life and it's not about the place that you intend to go. It's about the things you see on the way mm -hmm. that I truly feel that people will miss that in a VR society. And I hope that we never end up in a truly VR society because mm -hmm. then you just become the point click generation that I need it. I want it. I'm there. I'm done. Yeah. And that, that frightens me more than anything or, or saddens me is that we are heading there and I don't want that. So and a, a manager I worked for, uh, years ago when I worked in restaurants and he loved Microsoft's flight simulator. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, you know, it was a, it was a video. Of, I, and I, I put the words video game in quotes because this is a, you know, a piece of software, a quote unquote game that was enriched in reality. Like you, if you sat in a 757, like they religiously, Re replicated the cockpit of the 757 and all the controls worked the same and everything well he was able to go you could do it in either sped up time or in real time <laughs> so he was able to if he wanted to do a flight from la to paris he could do it in real time it would take like 10 12 14 what? hours but so there were days when he would, but he was, it was one of those things he could put it into autopilot and walk away, go downstairs, make breakfast, you know, come back upstairs and his computer's still churning out this, this automatic flight. And it wasn't like a, like, oh no, there's a quote unquote fake storm coming up. And you know, there are seven F-16s flying in and trying to take you down. None, none of that crap happened. Right. You, you had to do the little things like checking in with like air, like radars that you, that you went over and things like that. But you you basically got to feel like what it was like in some ways yeah. being a pilot. Yeah. Uh, and that was in the nineties. That was in you know, 96, 97, 98. Yeah. And, uh, you know, of course, Microsoft's flight simulator went on. I can't remember. I don't know if they're still making it. It was like, it's very, very popular. And, th but there were these guys who would invest thousands of dollars on these control panels you know, because, you know, remember you guys were talking about this things called PCs. Oh, yeah. You yes, could yes, plug yes. these thing in by a USB port and all the buttons would work and everything would do what it's supposed to do. And uh, it was amazing, you know, that like literally he had the switches and knobs just like you would in, a pilot, in, yeah. in an aircraft. So, you know, people have yeah. been doing this for years with That's all true. the, it's, it's, it, it, now it, it is really fascinating. It blows my mind, technology. Mm -hmm. You know, that was back in the 90s. And it's like, then, then um, you know, the people who don't love the uh, race racing simulators. Yeah. You know, there was a buddy of mine who upstairs in their <sighs> spare room, the spare room, he had a family and everything like that. He had built a cockpit of a car. 
and he would sit in it had a racing seat and he had the brake and accelerator and clutch pedals and everything and a racing steering wheel that he had gotten and customized and everything and he had um you know like two monitors two at the time the two biggest monitors he could have you know lcd monitors that you have together to make it feel like he was here he is at home racing at indy and racing at all these different things so And of course, then you could go to places like Dave and Buster's and things yeah, like that. And they had like the, the big VR rooms with, yeah. the, with the with the hydraulics on. I didn't have that. I I guess it was too heavy. He should have. He really should what have. A loser. But I know what a jerk. <laughs> but you know, people if people love stuff like that, it's great. And and you know, to be honest with you, he had a community of guys because they would race online. He had a community of guys he raced with, um, some he knew in real life, yeah. and for some some of those friendships started online, mm-hmm. and carried into real life as a result of their love of racing simulators. Yeah. So where they would get together like once a year and, and go have beers or go to a race together, a, a real, actual yeah, real race. human race where you go and actually watch <laughs> okay, actual, actual drivers that, you know, actually do this for a living and put their lives on the line. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, and again, I think, uh, you know, we, we don't want to say that virtual reality is bad i don't I'm think not that anyone it. gets uh, that at all i think nate is I nate doesn't like it. i hate everything <laughs> i love you both but i hate well, everyone you. else except for my wife oh, yeah. sorry and everyone who's listening to this you're great uh, <laughs> the best you're the best all that i don't bad. pander no, no, never never, never. They're, they're but all the other people who aren't listening to this, i don't like those people and they're never gonna know about it yeah there you go yeah well why don't we move on into maybe another topic that's still very nerdy and dear to us. Oh. Another big thing that happened during our sabbatical. Finally. Um, is Good word. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. Um, Star Wars Episode Seven released. Wait, wait, hold on, wait. Say what? The Force Awakens. Yes. Now, did I see this? Because I don't recall. Yes, we actually Can went... You, well, yeah. well, I okay. think there might be the fact that you blocked a certain moment of it out that it maybe has actually scarred you to the point where you just don't want to talk about the fact that you saw it no okay so uh spoilers by the way but it's yeah. february so at this point eh. and if you're listening to this we assume you're a good human being and have watched the effing movie <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, uh, I'll make spoiler notes just in case yes yeah. spoiler. spoiler uh so i will say that let's not go into the spoilers just yet i no. will say that let's go around the table give your quick brief what did you think about the movie? Good, bad, ugly, all the good things. Let's start with Logan. I thought it was good. Okay. Um, I thought that it was, while original in a lot of ways, was essentially just a clone of episode four with some elements of five and six. Um, but I really, really enjoyed it. And I've seen it three times now, and I will buy any edition of that blu-ray because <laughs> you're a good human being. because i am a great human Indeed. being great human being. Like and that. really disney's struggling for yeah. money what about you After ralph what do you think me? about the uh, um, movie I, I think i told you guys this story before i still remember as a kid my dad taking my brother and i to go see it in movie theaters see the original um in movie theaters and what an impact it had on my five-year-old brain yeah um yeah and to the point where that you know we had all the toys every you know every christmas we were getting action figures and the play sets and we had the 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 death star and my brother had the millennium falcon which 
as a toy was like big enough to sit on this table like it was yeah. just a large toy uh and we had tie fighters and the x-wings and I, it, we had anything that came out things that were like on screen i mean the great thing about the marketing machine of disney back or, or not disney i'm sorry it was just lucas, lucas just back lucas. then and, and kenner was good lord if it was on screen for 13 or, or like less than two seconds yeah it got its own action figure that's great Heck yeah. uh, hammerhead who was like one of the dudes in the cantina, uh, yeah. <laughs> got his own action figure. That's great. Like, some of these guys that you would truly see, you'd have to like look in the background in a corner, like yeah. have their own action figure, and then like on the back of the thing was like a whole story about them. So, so it was crazy. But sorry, that was this was supposed to be short. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 anyway, anyway, so um, it opinion, felt like a Star Wars movie. It had yes. the DNA yes. and the spirit and the heart. And I loved, loved, loved the new characters. All of them, the good guys and the bad guys. And Ugh. for me, <laughs> being a dad of girls and seeing them, taking them, I got to, I've seen it several times too, but we got to take our kids to see it. But seeing my girls look up and see a hero, hero yeah. like Ray. Um, man, that's that's just priceless because she was such a good hero. She was so well written and so well respected. And yeah. oh gosh, it was uh, uh. So what I'm gathering is you kind of enjoyed. It? I loved it. Okay, I really did. So you, it, it was okay. It, it it brought back all the nostalgic feelings for me of of seeing Star Wars for the first time and the excitement of the excitement of yeah, I liked it. He, he, and, I, yeah, and the excitement of introducing it to my kids as a new generation of star wars fans so good uh i am torn yeah so spoilers ahead because here it comes uh if you've listened to anything ever of our podcast there is not pretty much a day that goes by that i don't reference or just want to be han solo um I loved the movie. I thought it was spectacular. I think the thing we're not even mentioning that I don't even think needs to be mentioned, but the special effects and the visuals in this movie, JJ just, he knocked it out of the park. It was, it was seamless. It was flawless. The story and the writing by Kasdan and everybody involved in this process, it was just on point. There was no complaints from me. And I know that uh, there has been kind of the, um, the thought that it was kind of a recreation, but what I thought that that did um, in kind of the carbon copy, if you will, of it being episode four, A New Hope, is that think about what New Hope did, is it brought in a whole generation to what Ralph just described. And that's what this film recaptured was, how do we get people who aren't Star Wars fans to be true Star Wars fans? And I think that it nailed that element to a T. It ain't broke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, it, and again, it... it yeah, it was kind of like, all right, we know where it's going. And there was a lot of good twists and turns. But uh, for me, it was it was utterly heartbreaking. These two guys were at the film when it happened. And um, so to see that moment on the bridge, Kylo Ren and Han Solo, and to know it was coming, um, if, you, if you saw any of the pre-interviews, you kind of had a feeling like, all right, Harrison Ford's done with the role, so we kind of have a feeling like this is coming. But the way that Han Solo went out, was both um, the best way that I could have ever envisioned it, but also the saddest um, moment, not even being a parent and just understanding that that tear and that 
moment was just gut-wrenching and heartbreaking. And so for me, I loved it, but I still hate it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what was your least favorite part of the movie? Uh it's not it's not the Han Solo death. It really isn't. No, I know it's not. The the most or what 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 uh, what like, you know, any aspect, character, storytelling. I know mine. Whatever. What was your least favorite part? My least favorite part for me is the <laughs> it's just a dumb moment where it's kind of the hokey we're trying too hard to bring in old punchlines. Okay. And there is a uh Harrison Ford yells through the ship. It was uh, the Kessel Run. Oh, it was less than 12 parsecs? Yeah. I heard he made it in 14. It was 12! Yeah. Something like that. I was yeah, like, or, oh, yeah. you didn't, like, that was, you just trying too hard on that one. No, I Even, thought that was great. I, I did. I liked it. I laughed, but I'm like, if anything, it was like way more cheesy. It and was. Like, it was very like, cheesy. You know, worse than that line. It was the trash compactor line. Oh, and that's what I'm saying. Like all of those types <laughs> okay. of lines in general, I kind of, as a Star Wars fan, I'm like, eh, I'm not sure if you're paying any one service by writing that in there. But all right, I'll give it to <laughs> you. So um, I, actually, you, I actually liked all those. Uh, Phasma, yes, more Captain Phasma. Uh, um, that's I, a good point. I, they, they did. They did so much marketing of her. You really felt like she was going to be a much bigger character. Uh, and I think that was a little bit of a, I know, big surprise, J.J. Abrams, bait and switch. Um, you know, <laughs> uh, but I think that was a little bit of the Abrams bait and switch. Uh, what excites me is that they intentionally cast an extremely good actor to be Phasma. Yep. Gwendolyn Christie is amazing. If you've seen Brianna any, of, yeah, if you, you've seen any <laughs> of her work in Game of Thrones, she really, to me... Um, um, you know, Game of Thrones is going to be back here in about a month or so. She, to me, is like one of the most exciting things that's happening with Game of Thrones right now. Hmm. Uh, I loved her story arc last season. Uh, the past few seasons, it's just been amazing to me. and uh, Or a couple seasons. Uh, but And I'm really excited where she's going to go next. Um, but, uh, so there's there was there was a tint there that she was going to be you this she's going to be used a lot more. Uh, they they threw you off the scent. Well, I would. They say did that. throw you off the scent. What excites me is that there was there there was so much going on under those helmets. I feel like in the scenes that she was in, that it's setting itself up for something later. Yeah. Whether yeah. it be that she was the one trying to deprogram, uh, rent, uh, uh, Finn, or that she's going to leave the uh leave the resistance or not the resistance but leave the uh um, first order. The, the first order and like go go rogue and become a bounty hunter and go after Wasn't that him. what she was advertised as was no. like a bounty hunter no no she was she was as a special she she was basically she's essentially the that like just below hux she huh. was control she was overseeing for some reason i thought she was a bounty no no but, but I, I could think, see I it how that, that that would i would love to see that because i, I just feel like they were really setting her up in this movie yeah. but they was, just were trying to set her up and that but it was very was, disappointing because yeah you kind of had this sense and it's I was because she was one of the first action figures released. Yeah, she was one Poe, of the first, Finn, yeah, yeah, and Phasma. Then, it was like there was this huge. Push. She was released before even Hux. You know, any of the imagery of Hux was released. 
uh, Phasma, Phasma and Kylo Ren's images were released before mm-hmm. Hux or Snoke or any of those things but made, it, 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 made it out to the kind of the the public. Yeah. So, uh, and like I said, I I do see how that's disappointing. It was. Yeah. What What about Logan over here? What do you think is your <laughs> least most disappointing? Yeah. Least favorite. I was so disappointed by the last minute of that movie. <laughs> when oh. Ray just walks up to Luke Skywalker, he says nothing. He says nothing. Another big uh, twitch. Yeah, nothing. I was going to say. So, New Hamill was going to be in it. And it was like one was... of my favorite memes towards the end of last year was just like the Heisen Seek Championship. That was good. No, oh, it was, was a, so good. It was, it was um, it was just it was a picture of him, you know, with like his you know wind swept hair and everything. That look on his face <laughs> and just says quote of the year. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> that was that is great. Uh, mine is the, uh, if we're sharing the Mark Hamill memes from the yeah. movie, there was a lot. There were uh, a lot. Surprisingly. <laughs> surprisingly, for a guy who said nothing, yeah, he has on screen for a minute. Uh, yeah, <laughs> literally just like, Dad? Dot, dot, dot. Dad? Oh. <laughs> See, but I don't think he's. Uh, no, I know, but that's, it's still just a great, like... I don't think she's a Skywalker. Oh, you gotta see the meme. It's his is. face is priceless. It's the face yeah. of... Uh, I don't know. Yeah. But do you uh, think your parents are, though? I don't know. But Ooh. see, I, I, had actually, I had actually seen one where uh, they, they, it, was a, it was a play on it. It was Maury. You know, you are the father, <laughs> you know. Uh, and like, then they yes, looked at it cut yeah. to his face, you know. Um, well, I would say uh, this. What is a... Go around real quick, real quick. Uh, Raw quick. What is your favorite Star Wars The Force Awakens meme, non-Luke Skywalker, that came out of this movie? Okay, Logan, go. Favorite meme that came out of this movie? Non-Luke Skywalker. Non-Luke Skywalker. Oh, man, I don't know. I'll jump right in. Yeah, you go ahead. Uh, T-R-A-R. Traitor! Traitor. Such six spins. Yeah. (laughs) That was was my boy. Yeah. I gotta say, that was... was T-R-A-R. And, and if, if you, you don't read, know, look it up. By the way, if you read Greg Rucka's book, um, it, it there's a great. It actually ties in very, very well. Sorry, Logan. I'm a big fan of Greg Rucka. I love you, Greg. You're amazing. Your books are amazing. Your books are all the freaking awesome. I can't think um, of anything. Uh, okay. Actually, for me, I think it was the SNL skit. That's, but I wasn't. Sure I, that it was wasn't a meme, meme, but to me, in terms of one of the best comedic things to come <laughs> yeah, out of it, for sure. I thought that it was. I thought <laughs> undercover boss. Undercover was, boss, Kylo Ren. That yeah. was that was just it was so well executed, and I think the fact that what do you guys think about Kylo Ren? <laughs> he's okay, dude. That guy's dick. <laughs> no, he's not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For, um, for choke across. The I table. just, I just felt like uh, I think I, I, it worked on so many le- levels because. Everybody played it off so well, yeah. and um, yeah. I, and, geez, his name just completely left. Adam Driver, including Driver. Yeah, yeah Dri- Adam just he he just played himself in the movie. He went yeah. he he did it. He was the straight guy, and he did it, played it straight, <laughs> and that worked so well. I think that's yeah. why people were like so they just bought into yeah, it because no. he okay. he really uh, and, and i and i and i'm so grateful that disney let them do that and let him do that yeah um i really do like the fact and you know i, I gotta be honest with you uh, what i've what i've really appreciated is that people understand that star wars is such a big part of our 
it's it's it goes beyond kind of a pop culture thing. Mm-hmm. It really is some sort of universal thing, yeah, worldwide absolutely. that people get and understand. At least, it, especially in this country. Yeah. Um, but that Lucas was the same way about it. You guys remember the Robot Chicken episodes? Oh, the, yeah. The, the, and the Disney seems to be kind of taking that same thing as like. No, it's okay. Make fun of I us. Love we can have more robot chicken. I would too. I would love a whole new ro- new yeah. suits. And I, and I hear that Star Green Wars. is. I hear yeah. that Seth Green is working on one oh, with 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 Force Awakens. Good, but that excites me that they're they totally understand. It's like yes, we're Disney. We now own it, but we understand it really belongs to everyone. Yeah, yeah. and so and, and like with Robot Chicken, Seth Green always got Lucas's permission. Like, yeah. hey, can I do this? And he was like. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So the fact that he actually appeared in a, I don't know if you guys saw yes. this. Where yeah, the Hong was Kong. His, his voice. Yes. I and mean, he actually went in and recorded stuff for it. Well, and Mark Hamill's a yeah, part Mark of Mark Hamill. And because, yeah. Get, and, I think that they have the good community. I, I think that we will see a robot chicken force awakens. Oh, that and so. I fully believe that I, the Adam driver should play himself oh, in every role. Cause whether it's comedic or not, cause that guy, not only is he super talented, so funny. Super yeah, talented. he so really, funny. really is. Really is. Uh, okay. well, before we go on at halftime, yeah. just remember to check out uh, Emo Kylo Ren on Twitter <laughs> if you want a good chuckle. Because <laughs> that funny. guy is It'll fantastic. Make you laugh so cry. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, let's take a quick little, uh, little drink break. Yes. Grab it's some okay. beverages, and uh, yeah, we'll be right back. All right. <laughs> Halftime special. Uh, we have two uh, hopefully wonderful beers that we're going to be trying out today. Um, I bought both of them at my work. The first one is called the Citrus Mistress. It's an IPA. Um, I don't see the BVA, but uh, oh wait, there it is. Six point five. Um, it's from Eugene, Oregon. So we'll see how that one goes. We want to try it real quick. Yeah, let's give you it guys a- try that one. All right. Uh, yeah, so I have no desire. <laughs> All right, Cheers, man. I've got it in front of me what I want. Smells hoppy. Tastes hoppy. It's not that bad, actually. Glad I'm not you know, trying it. For an IPA, that, that is a light IPA. It's a light IPA. Uh, I mean, I get a little bit in the, the afternoons, but it's, it's not bad. I'm not, not picking up a lot of citrus, though. That's, oh, yeah. That It's like a very strong brown ale. Yeah. Like, yeah. I get a little citrus note. It's not heavy citrus. So if you kind of like your... Your IPA's light and your citrus very light. Uh, you would enjoy this. Citrus mistress. Yeah. Okay. Not too bad. Just then. a little something on the side. Uh, hey. Okay. And then. Here we are. Round. We are oh. doing the Breakside Brewery Salted Caramel Stout. Mm. As soon as I you saw guys, this one, I You knew. guys literally don't understand my love for salted caramel. It is, it is amazing. <laughs> uh, this one is out of. Portland, Oregon. Hey, Oregon. Um, 6.7. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's made in collaboration with a company that I need to find out more about called Salt and Straw Ice Cream. <laughs> yeah. If there, is, if there is... Oh, man. If there is an ice cream, that, is, ice cream? That, that coincides with this, 
I feel like if I don't have it, there would be something seriously wrong with me. I may have to make a pilgrimage to Portland yeah. to experience this holy thing. Well, so, all right. Cheers. Here we go. Cheers. cheers. Princess cups. Princess cups. Yeah, um, by the way, we're talking about our princesses here. I've got uh, Rapunzel um, and Flynn on mine. Uh, Prince Charming and Tangled. Cinderella. Okay. Yes. Then I have um, the blonde one. How dare you? It's Rapunzel. How dare you? It's Rapunzel. It's <laughs> Gooey. Oh, this is a dessert. Ooh, that's sweet. Yeah. It's give, not, it's not give, it a, give it a minute. Yeah, no, yeah, I, can, I think I that's what I like about it. it is that you, you take a drink and the first thing you taste is the stout stoutiness of it. Ooh. It's very smooth. Very, very smooth. Oh, yeah. It's very drinkable. And then once you have it kind of right right after you swallow the aftertaste is you can taste the caramel. And it's uh, very rich. Very yummy. Mm. Yeah, I'm about three drinks in, and every time I kind of, mm. wow, I just kind of have to sit there. It's kind of like that, uh, the chocolatey. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's almost mm -hmm. like a chocolate mm -hmm. stout, but it's it very much tastes like a salted caramel stout. Like mm -hmm. it is very distinct, very good, well put together, very mm -hmm. drinkable. Not mm -hmm. doesn't hurt me. I don't, no. you know, of the uh, love you guys, but of the two that are on the table, I really genuinely do not like IPAs. Or stouts. Yeah, me And for some reason, I can totally drink can these. Both these both are wonderful. Here. Great job. I, Great job to both breweries. I like yeah. my stouts quite I wouldn't do well. them every day, but if you... Yeah. No, no, yeah. Just, just a couple times. So... And our... Um, our, our this is great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A bottle opener. Yeah. Right, yeah, a bottle opener is uh, Han Solo and Carbonite. So that that's pretty appropriate. When was that? That was their uh, post-honeymoon present. Post-honeymoon. When he got back from that's the Dominican. That's quite a way to welcome you back. Yeah, after 14 hours of crying kids, <laughs> tight, impacted airlines, we get home and Logan picks us up and he just goes, here. And it made everything <laughs> every better. moment of that flight worth so much. I would, I would have done it tenfold yeah. to get this bottle of yeah. It's fantastic. Thank you, sir. So, no hey, since we're talking drinks really quick, hey Logan, you want to you want to talk a little bit about uh, what your dad your dad have been up to? Oh, so yeah, we uh, last year I think we um, for um, for Nate's wedding for his bachelor party, um, we brewed some beer, some uh, yes, some they Hef did. Hefeweizen. Yes, which, they did. Uh, I really, I really like. I really like good. that beer. Um, I don't know. You, you had some. I think maybe. Uh, we had a lot. We had a lot. I had, don't. I don't really remember. There was a sub sub say. there was a substantial amount of libating. Yeah, is that the happy. right word? Yeah. <laughs> between <laughs> between flat stick and your house, I feel like I drank from about two p.m. until yeah. we did two a.m. We did. That yeah. was pretty. But much. I didn't. I, I didn't get hungover. So thank you guys for keeping everything in check. Yeah. It was just a constant drink in gradual. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, like a month ago, I think right after the the start of the new year, we uh, decided mm. to try our hand at making uh, hard cider. Oh yes. And. Uh, Nate, the, Nate, go ahead. Yeah. Basically, Nate and I can vouch. It's not my kind of hard cider. See, but. It is ours. <laughs> so, so I, I was over at Logan's last week, and we were playing some board games uh, with the, the fam, and just having a good time. And they mentioned because I have brought uh, with me, as I always do, trying to bring something along that's new and fun and exciting. And I brought a cider um, from the Central Market, and they're like, "Oh, well, do you want a cider?" I was like, "Oh, I have this one." And they go, oh, we brewed these. And I was like, well, yeah, no, I'm going to have to have that because yeah. I want that. And so I try it, and it is so good. Oh, it is so fantastic. Yeah, honestly, I have tried a plethora of ciders, and there is 
probably only one that I still do not know what brewery it came from. I got it downtown at Pike's Brewery, and it was a phenomenal. And there's homebrewed, which they don't enjoy, which is great for me. <laughs> yeah. Comes in right under it, like if if not tied with it. Yeah. And I chugged the two that were given to me <laughs> and the one at your house. Yes. And I might uh, have a couple more, so I'll see what Yeah, I'll steal those two. Yeah. Or just brew me a new batch. I don't and, care. It's know, so good. It we're was definitely so going to brew some more. We're going to try a couple different uh, um, Of the ciders, meats. yeah, it was uh, of the ciders. It's a little dry. It's a little, dry. It's a little tart. It's not overly mm-hmm. cidery, so it's not that heavy mm-hmm. citrus bomb that you get in a lot of them. It's very drinkable. It's very yeah. chuggable, which I love in yeah. a cider. Yeah. Um, so well, you and your dad, yeah. great job. Keep well, going. Yeah. Don't Seriously. I like my cider sweet, like my personal. I get that. I get that. But <laughs> yeah. You like that? Yeah. Okay. Nice. Cheers. Nice. Cheers. 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 No, it's, it's, I, 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 I kind of waffle with, with like cider in general. Like, oh, yeah. I like that equal part sweet and tart. Yeah. Yeah. Because I like a tart cider. I like, I love a, I love a tart apple. You yeah. know, I, I like something that I don't want, I want a pucker bomb. Right, yeah. but I want something that's got a little bit of a bite to it. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I like about your cider the best. It's got a little bit of a bite to it, it is. Um, I, and, and it's but it's drinkable. but it's so drinkable. It's so smooth and really refreshing. Yeah, uh, I think I use the word dry wrong because it, like yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's airy as a cider goes. It mm-hmm. kind of gets you in the back of the throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you kind of walk away after chugging liquid, going. All right, I need another drink. Yeah, like, yeah. You're, you're not really. I don't know how to explain that feeling, but it's, it's like the perfect thing about beer that you want is like it, it hits you in the back of throat. And you just want more mm-hmm. of it, uh, without giving obviously anything away. But I mean, talk about your guys' process a little bit. I mean, what 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 did you guys use? Cider cider is real easy. So um, we used some more expensive like organic cider for that batch. Okay, okay. It was probably like I don't know eight. Ten dollars a gallon or okay. something like that. So really, you know, high quality stuff, and um, you just you pour it into the. Um, oh, how do we do it? No, okay. So it's it's a real it's so simple, but I'm missing a step in my mind. Mm-hmm. At some point, honey is introduced. Mm-hmm. I think you pour the cider in to a like a bowl, um, and then you add. Honey? No, no, honey is after the fact. Okay, oh. you, you put it you put it in in the container. You add the yeast. Um, you shake it up. You let it ferment for a week or two weeks or something like that. Huh. And then you, um, right before you bottle it, you add honey to it because sugar is what gives it the carbonation. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, so then you, yeah, you add a little bit of honey um, and then you bottle it. And then you have to let it sit for another week or something yeah. like that, or two weeks. Okay. Um, so it's real easy, really easy. It, t- it took us, like, we put it off forever. Like, the beer was, like, an all-day thing. Like, it was, like, 10 hours of boiling and bottling and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, this took us 30 minutes, maybe. Wow. And then you just put it aside. And then we set it aside for three weeks, huh. something like that, and then bottled it, and it was over, you know, then another week while it... Uh, sat in the bottles. Yeah. When I was in eighth grade, I had accidental cider wine. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Uh, accidental was... air quotes. No, it actually <laughs> was accidental. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, so uh, my mom was was working some at the time, and I would get home. I would get home from school, and uh, 
I get home from school and she wouldn't be there. So I'd usually make myself, you know, grab myself a snack, make myself something to drink, whatever like that. And so I, I came home one day and this is probably in April towards the end of the school year. And I got home and I opened the fridge and I was like, oh, what do I want to snack? And I, like, and I looked and I looked towards the really, really back of the refrigerator. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, there's some apple cider in there <laughs> oh, from, no. that, from that orchard that we went to, you know, and back in the fall, I'm like, well, sweet, I want some apple cider. So I poured myself a big glass. We're talking, we have these like 22 ounce, like these 20 ounce tumblers of it. Now, mind you, I'm in eighth grade. I'm like 130 pounds, maybe, yeah. soaking wet. I was, I was a scrawny kid. I drank it down. I mean, it felt, it tasted kind of weird, kind of funny. It felt a little warm going <laughs> down, which for something yeah. cold was kind of weird. But I drank this whole thing. Love it. I got home, <laughs> or my mom got home. <laughs> He and, so she, now. Yeah. and I was like, hey, mom. And she's like, what is wrong with you? She's have you been drinking? Like, no, no, I haven't been drinking. There was some <laughs> apple cider in the fridge. And I just had some. And she was like, apple cider in the Oh, no. <laughs> so the look on her face was like, what's going on? I'm going to. Kick your butt for you know. I want to spank you upside down. This is for for you know being drunk too. Oh crap! It's my fault. I'm a terrible parent. I left <laughs> apple cider in the fridge for too long. Uh, it was probably seven or eight months old. Wow! And, oh. So because this was works? well, this is I'm non. This was like good stuff from a uh, you know uh, Ohio. There's there's only one similarity between Ohio and Washington. Okay. And that is really, really good apple crops. That's we true. get, I mean, yeah. Washington has amazing apples uh-huh. out here. Uh, Ohio is the same. We've got great apples grow in abundance in Ohio. So we would go every year to this apple orchard and we just, we get, we pick our own apples and you get the fresh, non-homogenized, non-pasteurized, like non-anything. Well, homogenization is for milk, but yes. non-pasteurized Cider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know all about homogenization. The, exactly. With the good stuff. Non-pasteurized yeah, yeah, yeah. apple cider. And, you know, you pay we don't, quite a bit for it. Uh, yeah, but, we don't sell it. Well, uh, th- there's some here locally you can get down down the hill. And, okay. Uh, and and play next year, so when you and yeah. your dad are, are making we some. We have to look in the... Uh, yeah. It's like $14 a gallon. It is worth but it. it's worth it. But, so yeah, we got... We get the really, really good stuff. So this is non-pasteurized yeah. apple cider. Uh-huh. So it, you know, cider doesn't take long to ferment by itself. It doesn't uh-huh. need it. It doesn't need warmth. It doesn't need anything. Huh. So it becomes, but it basically turns into wine or kind of like yeah. a, a, like a, a hard cider, a, a kind of a hard cider vinegar. Okay, it's yeah, got a little bit of vinegary. So like, like I said, that was probably what I was tasting. But yeah, it had fermented well. And Very that, and, well in the back of the yeah. fridge, especially over the course of seven and a half, you know, oh. months. And I was well. I feel like drunk. I feel like I should share. Mine wasn't an accident. So <laughs> I, this is even going to be better. I was a young kid. Uh, I think I was probably in the sixth, the seventh. No, I wasn't in eighth grade. Because eighth yeah. grade, I turned the corner and you know. Just accomplished stupid things. Yeah. Uh, whereas, like in sixth, there is a difference. There is a difference. You become malicious about stuff and you just go for it. But uh, no, in sixth and seventh grade, I had learned that you know, you know, God turned water into wine and that whole business. And I was like, well, I don't get where wine comes from. And they say, well, it's a fermentation process of grapes. So I went 
and we had some grape juice in the fridge after I learned about this whole shenanigans, and I was like, hey man, uh, it's in the Bible. So uh, I put grape juice into a Mountain Dew bottle, and I hid it in my closet. I legitimately forgot about it for three months, and then I was I found it. I opened it up, I took a drink, and it unfortunately did not turn into wine. Let me tell you what happens when you pull something that needs to know. be refrigerated out of the refrigerator and into don't your closet. Me. Please don't. Uh, don't do it. Mouthful of mold. Oh. Just, <laughs> I, so I just start like oh. vomiting oh. profusely. Oh. I just so your story's all cute and lovely. Mine is just I'm Logan literally said, Logan walked away from the table. <laughs> yeah. Logan just was like, nope, I can't handle nope. this. So, uh, yeah. Let me tell you a little story about a guy named, nope. Mine wasn't an accident. I'm just an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was pretty dumb. That's okay. We That's all do dumb things when we're, especially junior high school. Oh, man. I would like to, if there's two years of my life I'd like to just not relive, it's the seventh and eighth grade yeah. ever. What about you, so. Logan? What was the dumbest alcohol related thing? Um, drinking too many beers and then hearing about you throwing yeah. up by putting a mouthful of mold in your yeah, that, <laughs> is that is true. I'm about three beers in. <laughs> this might, this right here, this might be the dumbest thing. I was thing. always, uh, yeah, exactly. I was always, I don't know, a straight laced kid. Uh-huh. Right? I didn't drink at all before I turned 21, <laughs> except for you know a sip or two here and there. For my parents. Um, But I'm trying to think. Like, I haven't even been to the point where I've been, like, you know, blackout drunk, like, where I don't remember. No, me neither. I was going to say, I'm good there. Yeah. um, I know Ian has, but I'll let him tell that story. Yeah. Ian? Oh, I miss Ian. Yeah. He's like, Uh, we need need to throw somebody under the bus. Yeah, Ian's not here. So. Well, you know, we like Ian, so let's let's throw Austin under the bus. (laughs) Yeah, why not? Um, but yeah, I, I'm a boring person. I don't have any horror no, stories. I just, okay. yeah, all right. Good for you. This, yeah. those, these were, these, neither of these, well, his was a horror story. Okay, mine okay. Was, no, no, I do have mine a story. Was, okay. a story. It's not a horror story. Okay. Okay. So. And the truth comes out. <laughs> no, no, no. Here we go. This, this Here is we a great go. story. Um, so the day I turned 21, um, we went out to dinner as we usually do in my family. Yes. Um, my favorite restaurant is P.F. Chang's. Okay. Okay. I love Chinese food, you know, teriyaki, all the other kind of, you know, Asian influence type food. So we went to P.F. Chang's and had a great time. We were eating a bunch of food. And, you know, since it was my 21st birthday, I was like, I'm going to have a couple Long Island iced teas. So I have one. And I have two. Wow. And my mom being First drinks the, ever, basically. First um, full full beverages. No, so, so actually kind of um, before we got to dinner for my twenty first birthday, we went to a beer festival. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, this so, is the story. This is, this this is getting great. So this I, is getting awesome. I didn't I didn't really like, you know I tried beer and stuff at that festival, but I wasn't really into drinking beer at that point. I still kinda thought it wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hadn't had a lot to drink, but still, I had you know been to the beer festival earlier that day. Mm. I had two, um, <laughs> two uh, Long Islands at dinner. Crinkle, 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 crinkle. crinkle. fortune cookies because oh, we had Chinese food for dinner. Okay, gotcha. Um, 
Yeah, we'll read it's our first Anyways, okay, so I had two Long Islands. I'm full. I had so much food. Oh, this... my mom. My mom's a wonderful person. She's the yes, best. she is. She's the best. She's like His just mom so is we make awesome. sure that you don't have you know a hangover or anything like that. Take a couple Advil. Oh. Yes, and I'm like, sure, that sounds great. And I go to take it, and it sticks in my throat, oh. and I like throw up in my mouth oh and so God. i'm like i'm sitting at the table and i'm like this i got I, i'm holding it in my mouth so i stand up luckily we were really close to the bathroom so i stand up to go to the bathroom and my napkin was on my lap so it fell so i like i see it fall i stop pick up my napkin put it back on the table and then i run into the bathroom and throw up <laughs> Well, good for you picking your napkin <laughs> exactly, up, Lou. What a thoughtful young man you are. I know. Yeah. Oops, I dropped my napkin. Let me stop there before I exactly. vomit all over the family. <laughs> no, no, no. It's like, I can't even imagine if I had, like, thrown up all over the floor right there instead of, you know, just ignoring that napkin and actually making it to the bathroom. That's what, really what would funny. have made that story so much better is if you look down... Vomited on the napkin. <laughs> then picked it up. Put it on the table. I wouldn't have touched it, dude. I would have ran to the bathroom at that point. Not that not, not because uh, screwed. Well, oh, you know, I, I just saw something fun, so I thought we'd do this. Uh, we're going to go around the table. Uh, we had Chinese food for dinner, because mm-hmm. why not? And uh, we're going to go around. We're going to start with Logan, and we're going to read our fortunes. Okay, my fortune is an admirer is too shy to greet you. Don't be. Please. Talk to me. <laughs> Please. I'm too shy. <laughs> of all of the fortunes that you can get, that was the best. Don't be. Don't be. Please. Please. Don't be. Please. That wasn't me. <laughs> oh, uh, all right. So <laughs> the smart thing is to prepare for the unexpected. Nice. nice. You know, it's kind of prophetic. That's, yeah. That's could, probably could have used that a little bit uh, about a month ago, maybe. Probably. Or, yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, Here we go. Others are attracted to your lively and sociable personality. That's true. That is actually very, very true. true. <laughs> All of these are very accurate. That's kind of funny. That's frightening. Considering I'm an well, I want to know who this introverted is. extrovert. Yeah, we need to go find that person. God, just talk to me, please. Yeah. <laughs> please. I don't bite. I don't bite. No, not much. I'm one of those people who could honestly go to like a Costco or Sam's Club business center and get an entire package of fortune cookies. Of fortune cookies and oh, just they're eat so them. good. I hate fortune cookies. Yeah. What? I know. What you didn't just notice is Logan just slid his fortune cookies one half each mm-hmm. to Raph and I. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just, and we're them just eating them. We okay. We're eating them. And so. every, isn't, isn't the tradition to stick your fortune in your sock or something so you always have it with you? Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. that. I'm not above it. No, oh, did you just eat into the microphone? Oh, yeah. Oh, so Logan and Ralph. Logan and Ralph. Oh, Logan and Nate. Nate Whoever I'm Ralph. sitting on the table with. How many have you had? Because I've had no. equally. Thank you, sir. Um, I have another. Yeah. Okay. So Logan and Nate, tell yeah. me about this new... Oh, oh wait. You know, I before, almost forgot. Yeah, before we do that, let's talk about... You know what? We'll do that. And then we'll talk about The Witness. Okay. Because I want to talk a little bit okay. about The Witness. Okay. So let's talk about Blade and Soul. Oh, yeah, yes. talk to me let's about this, guys. I'm going to talk this about This is it. a game. It's an MMO RPG, I guess. Would that be? Yeah, yeah. it's very much an MMO RPG. But so it's, it's PC only. PC only. Sometimes. Because, 
because because gaming gaming companies hate Macs. <laughs> they really do. It's it's hard. Really, it's really you true. know what? They're hard to code for. I, Unless they're point and click adventure games and they're on Steam. That's not true because I I wish. Well, I don't know if you can describe the witness size of this, but I wish the witness was on the Mac as well because that's kind of a point and click adventure game. And anyway, I have one on the PS4. Anyway, so. yeah. Anyways, the Blade Soul. Um, yeah, so this is a game that I had no intentions of playing. Um, and then I'm on... Were the, you like really like, no, I will not play? No. Were you like arms crossed, like no. pouty face? No. No, no he was no. 100% that. Like, I saw him, he's like, I'm not doing this. I'm no. not playing that. No, no. I'm not no. playing that. No, no. no. I had never... <laughs> bump the table. I had never... Uh, table, sorry. Yeah, dare you. Um, I had never played an MMO before. So I, I didn't know, you know, what... It, really to expect sure um i didn't know you know i knew what like what kind of a time sink it could be i've you, seen you've heard the horror i've stories. seen the south park episode of uh, you know world of warcraft i know how that goes but that's that is a reality as i know it, it can is. be like but yeah so i had no intention of playing this game and then an anime forum i'm a part of um, talk with spirit there um, was a guy in there um, who goes by the handle uh, Brotaku. Mm-hmm. Um, his name's Carlos. Um, we actually write together now um, for a site that we run called Anime Arcade. Mm-hmm. You should definitely check that out. Yes. Because uh, we got a lot of good stuff on there. Yeah. It's fun. Um, but he, you know, he was in the, the alpha for it because it's a Korean game. It came out in 2012, I believe. Okay. Um, and it's finally, it finally made its way over to North America. Mm-hmm. Um, and is so it on Steam? It is not on Steam. No. Oh, it's a free-to-play game. Oh, really? Yeah. Fascinating. Computer, Mi- micro PC trans- only. PC only. Microtransactions? Yep. You yes. could, but you don't necessarily. So, it's, yeah, it's not, he's playing without. I um, paid for premium just to see what it was like. Oh, okay. Um, so, um, but yeah, I had no intention of playing. Um, he posted on the forum about it. He shared uh, screen caps of, like, his characters and stuff. I just fell in love with the look of the game. The art, just, the art I, I have seen the art design it's really it's, solid it's beautiful it's, very it's pretty. a beautiful game beautiful characters mm-hmm. and so I was like what the heck it's free to play mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and download it took like 8 hours to download <laughs> yeah. so I even on a broadband connection yeah um, and like the character creation is insane oh yeah it's, it's very are we talking like Bethesda level oh, insane it's, it's better better than Bethesda way better mm-hmm. really yeah because I know I spent probably between Skyrim and Fallout Three and well, Fallout Four especially, you could spend several hours changing like the slightest thing about. Yeah, their I mean, faces. you could definitely do that. I yeah. think I spent probably half an hour making my first character. Wow! Yeah, yeah, um, that's awesome. That's just, really cool, though. I like. I love that. I love yeah. the games. Really, uh, I love games that do that. That allow you to really create an avatar that you can look back at and go. This is exactly what I wanted, and this is exactly what I want to look like. My mm-hmm. representation to look like in yeah. the game. So yeah, I made my character. Um, there are four races in the game. Okay, cool. Um, and the races have classes, not necessarily specific to them, but um, the only well, I don't know. So the Yoon is the race that I did, which is kind of like I don't know, an elf race. It's an all female elf race. And the class that I chose to play as for my first character was Blade Master, okay. which is kind of like, it's a sword, no magic or anything, mm-hmm. nothing like that. Um, what was your first character? Uh, so I, what is, what is my creature? Help me out here. Uh, Lin. 
Yeah, so I'm a Lynn. Uh, I just call myself a bunny child because uh, let's talk about it. I'm a bunny child at heart, and it's a it's a small. Yes, true. Um, all of the they're they're smaller. They look like children, but then they have um, an animal associated with them yeah. that you can design. Um, so whether that be you know big fluffy bunny ears, <clears throat> One of mine's or a rabbit, cat. Yeah, like cats. Um, so I have these black bunny ears with a giant fluffy black bunny tail. Um, it just fits my character very well, and I am a four master i throw fireballs and i freeze things real good oh, and, uh it's a very easy game to pick up and play i currently do the free to play entirely i haven't put any money into it yet and i'm yeah. um, just now at the quarter mark of the game i'm about level 20 so i'm able to do dungeons and start to get into it and i've been playing for about a week yeah. with logan and wow. yeah it's a very easy game it's very um very simplistic and rudimentary mm -hmm. in its design so it's you know anyone who wants to partake in a game i think that's a beautiful design because uh, unlike logan i have played probably every major mmo whether it be console or pc in the last 15 years yeah you played skyrim you played kotor skyrim isn't an mmo yeah, yeah no there, there is one. one but there is one there oh is that's a, well Elder scrolls online yeah yeah, yeah. which so is I've, sorry uh, i've done that i've done uh even if it's just uh Temporary trials or something. I've done Lord of the Rings, mm -hmm. Warcraft. I've done EverQuest, EverQuest Two. Um, you know, I've, and not every game, but you know, I'm well versed in the MMO community, and I have to say that this is the easiest game to pick up yeah. in an MMO genre that I've and ever we, played. We were talking about it earlier, um, and it's, this game is very it's accessible, and you don't have to be good at it to be good at it. Yeah. Gotcha. Like, it's very... That's one of the things that, I, in terms of Call of Duty and games like... Yeah. Or, or your, or your uh, Battlefront and mm -hmm. things like that. Because I... You just feel like you're... You, you always feel like you're outmatched. Mm -hmm. Because there are just these people who have yeah. all the time in the world. Oh, for sure. To and you really... So. You do experience that, you know... At the higher end. I'm not that, quite there No, yet. no. It's more the PvP aspect of the game where oh. you can fight other people. There, there is a noticeable difference of skill level and you know time investment and stuff okay. like that because I'm I've invested you know a good amount of time in this game. I have a level forty five character, which is the max right now. Okay, and I have a level two level twenties about. Okay, um, and <laughs> every time I go into PvP to you know do the dailies or whatever to get my my monies, um, I can. Every time I win, it's a very, you know, it's a contested game. It's really down to the wire. And when I lose, man, do I lose. I have to say, we were I was on last night with Logan in the group, and I'm not high enough level, so I just get to listen to them playing, and it's just constant. Okay, all right, good opening. Oh, how are you dead? Did you not How did he pick? I can't even play. What the hell are you <laughs> And it's just constant, like, yeah. 10 minutes of screaming expletives, just like, we're so bad. So, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, I can hear you on that. It's, yeah, there was, there was one, uh, 1v1 match against the Destroyer, which is this, you know, usually it's a, a big race with uh, this huge axe, um, where I don't think I was able to get a single skill off. I was constantly either on the ground or in the air or stunned, and I died. And you're level 45. I'm level 45. Though, for PvP, they um, they balance. Oh, okay. There's balancing. But, but yeah, it's uh, PvP is hard, and I'm not good at it. But the rest of the game is really fun. Yeah. And they just came out with their big, their first big um, 
update mm. um, yesterday. So yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's a really fun game. Yeah, it's it's a, a beautiful game. Its design is gorgeous, mm. um, very flawless. So you you can kind of bounce around the world very quickly. There's not a lot of um, true zoning. There's a lot of just phase zoning, which is really nice. So you're not sitting at a loading screen time after time again trying to go from one place yeah. to the next and so it's there are there are a good number of loading screens but yeah like in the in area right it's not bad yeah the areas are fairly comprehensive so that's been pretty nice um the i'm getting into like the once now that i'm at max level i'm getting into like the crafting and mm -hmm. the uh, stuff like that and that's a lot of fun too mm -hmm. it's really interesting especially with a you know player market i don't know like for, I know for like WoW they have like a, a market house and yes. they have one in uh, Blade and Soul as well and it's like seeing you know I imagine it's like <laughs> what you would do if you you know owned stocks and you were part of the, the stock market like you know constantly checking to see where you know prices are at and stuff like that buying mm -hmm. and selling mm -hmm. um, it's fun I, I really enjoy that business side of it um, story wise it's it's okay Okay. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, nothing to you know write home about. I don't think. But um, the opening sequence, though, is pretty good. Is probably the best opening of an MMO that I've ever played, next to maybe Destiny. And for all of Destiny's failures, which there are plenty, its mm. opening cutscene was pretty awesome. Yeah. So for sure, um, the voice acting. Not great. Not great. Not great. Not great at all. <laughs> the laughter is <laughs> very forced and you know hammy. Um, gotcha. But it's it's almost makes it funnier in a way. Okay, yeah, it does. Yeah, it, it, it makes, makes it, it more, more enjoyable. Um, and my favorite. Uh, they don't know how to do disgruntled very well in the game no. as a voiceover. So you know, like, you know, I am upset right now. It's like, is that a question? Yeah. Or are you upset? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, That's funny. Yeah. It's, funny. it's a great game. It's a fun game. game. Uh, again, for a, for a game that they... I have literally invested zero dollars yeah. in the, and I've only, yeah, that's like, what I'm kind of curious about. Just, I, if you guys could for like, just like 30 seconds each, sure. yeah. um, talk a little bit about free versus like, are the things that you see Logan being able to do Logan are the things that you're kind of like, Oh, maybe I could have It's a lot, free? lot, uh, for, so I paid for a 30 day premium membership, okay. which was like $15 okay. or something like that. I've probably got. Forty dollars invested in the game okay. at this point, so I still even haven't paid for a full retail game. Okay. Um, I get access to a wardrobe which I can store all my outfits in, which is a big thing considering storage space in the game is very, very limited. Okay. Okay. Um, I get a ten percent boost in experience. Okay. Um, and in reward money from quests. Okay. Um, which helps out. Um. For crafting and gathering, I get a little boost as well. Um, I get. Do you have a second uh, storage slot in the bank? No. No. Okay, I think I get that as well. So that's helpful because um, storage is a big, big part of this game because it's so limited. Yeah. Um, is there anything else that you noticed? Um, no, I think that the difference for me is I have invested zero dollars. Um, I do see some moments where yeah, there's this thing called the daily spin that they oh, give you Oh, I do get an extra spin. You get, so it's really nice, especially at lower levels. I'm not sure how great it is at it's higher okay. levels. 
but Classroom during the lower levels you get a lot of um, uh, core components and things that are necessary to the game and it's nice okay. to get two of those so being a paid member you would get the extra roll oh, okay. in a day yeah um you get bonuses to your experience like you said like it's a 10 percent boost cool. and money and experience so uh, for me no i don't see the benefit at all because i don't play enough I, okay i get yeah. you know logan and i have talked about this multiple times i get three four hours a week Okay. Tops to really play. Gotcha. Yeah. So I usually come really... home from work and I'll hop on for, you know, a few hours. Gotcha. Night. So you're so you're probably getting 20, 20, 20 hours. Yeah. 20. About twenty hours a weekend where you're getting three to four hours. So it makes sense. Maybe five. Makes sense for you to make an yeah. investment in since you're I don't actually. Know if I'll keep paying for premium, we'll okay. see. I really do like having the wardrobe mm -hmm. uh, functionality because I don't know if I can do. You do you feel like? Well, I mean, you've own. reached level forty five, so you are. Sorry, you seeing some, some. Some sort of incentive to continue playability wise. Oh, absolutely. And continue like going? I didn't explore the the crafting and gathering aspect of the okay. game, and I like one of the things I went to school for at one point in time was business. Okay, and I love the business component of this game with the cool. the, the player marketplace and everything like that. Oh, so the idea of you know it's creating things in the game comparatively and yeah. selling them on the marketplace and you know yeah one of the things that he's not hitting on that makes it so ingenious too is like in all of the other games that I've played you have to stop what you're doing take the item yes. all the way to a town <clears throat> load it into an auction house and then do a hard search to find out what is market value. Okay. You know, you actually have to look yourself and go, okay, See, this is stuff I what is know. the lowest versus what is the highest? In this game, you literally be out doing what you're doing, right-click the item, and it pulls up the marketplace yeah, value and says, hey, 237 of these have sold at boom. Oh, wow. 115 of these have sold at boom. That's and it kind of gives you the, the breakdown, highest, oh. lowest, and medium. So if you want to be an average person, you might want to look and say, okay, well, it's selling like hotcakes at this price, one step below that. So you might want to just jump in there Yeah. if you're trying to off-shell this. Sure. If you're not, it, you know, it, it's great. I think that that's a really cool component that he showed mm -hmm. me. And I was like, man, that's... That is really great. And cool. it's nice because you can you can be anywhere in the world and you can access the marketplace. Mm -hmm. okay. If you buy something, um, it, they'll send it to you in the mail. And you have to find what's called a Dragon Trader, which is okay. just like it has your bank and the marketplace. And you can send other people mail and stuff They're like that. They're pretty much everywhere. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, there's like one in every major kind of like settlement kind of thing. Okay. Because, um, yeah, the, the backdrop for this game is it's kind of – it's a fantasy. I don't want to say medieval, but um, kind of – I don't know what the time period would be. It's it's there's no technology really. Okay. Like guns are a thing, but not for characters. Some of the like NPCs will have guns, but other than that, there's like no technology. It's a lot of uh, you know, Asian inspired architecture, um, and very much so uh, stuff like that. But um, and cool. yeah, it's it's very, it's a good hybrid game, and especially for people of all types of of. Um, gamers again not being yeah. at the high highest level currently mm -hmm. i'll get there soon um it, it does have a lot for everyone it's cool. got a great cross server dungeon system so that anyone from anywhere can just hit the f key and pop right into something yeah, nice. and it, there's no really? wait time yeah and so again for that being a free game and you know that's what my concern was is they were going to make you pay for stuff like that in this game. They're just like, hey, everything that's a core component of the game, you have. You have. We're it's not going to make you pay for it. or yeah. life improvement kind of Yeah, stuff. and like, if you want to get to something faster, they'll give you that option. Oh. But, otherwise, I think it's a great game. Yeah, cool. No, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Awesome.
Well, I finally got a PS4. Yeah, I don't like you. I know. I know you don't. Welcome to the club. I know. Thank um, you, but you and I have not played, like, even a second of anything. Um, I play a little bit of Battle. Uh, no, no, you and I. Oh, not I together. Collectively, no. together, have not played even... I don't think you've even accepted my friend request. <laughs> No. no. I haven't right. been on my you PlayStation have it. It's I'm, okay. We'll go home and do I'm that. I'm not bitter. <laughs> no? It's just sitting out there. Open invites right there. Oh, boy. This yeah. got awkward. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it got, awkward. Uh, got real. He's been busy on his PC. Yeah. Instead of his PS4. Uh, um And uh, so I've been, I've been playing, I've been playing, I've been playing a ton of Fallout 4. Oh. Um, nice. Really enjoying it. Um, I never beat that game. I, I that. love the Fallout games in general. I, I've just, I think the humor in them is great and everything like that. I'm not really, I'm not actually very deep into the storyline at all. No, I've actually been no, doing all the sure. side quests, and I, I, I love, I love that aspect. And then um, I found a guy online who has this entire um, thing. Uh, where he goes and finds all these hidden areas that aren't on the map. Okay. So I've been kind of fun going to find those. Nice. And, and looking, looking, looking for those. And I love exploration uh, games. I think Bethesda. You know, I was, I'm a huge fan of. Oh man. Skyrim, and I'm a huge fan of Fallout Three and uh, Fallout Four. It's it's got some faults, of course. You know, people say I guess the main storyline, especially, is one of the faults, and it really does focus on crafting. Yes, and a lot more, a lot more than the previous Fallout's have, and um, I'm not really big into that yet because I'm a stealth, I'm a stealth character, so I'm in okay. building up my sneak, and I just, Stealing. I love, I love being a sniper and, yeah, yeah, and sneak, yeah. and you know, being able, to, you know, raising up my luck so that I can have these like you know amazing one shot kills. That was one thing about um, Fallout Four that I was kind of disappointed um, about that they took away from the previous game. Um, was like when you had multiple of a weapon, you could repair your weapon with that weapon. Yes, and I like. Yeah, so you your can... weapon doesn't degrade in Fallout Four, which is nice. Yes, but I don't know. I kind of like feeding I my weapon kind with of, other weapons. I kind of like that too. And yeah, so all you can do is you can basically add modifications. Uh, you can add modifications to them, but if you decide to scrap your weapon, you, like say that you have this great scope on it, it doesn't scrap the scope. No, it just uh, scrap. You just get scrap like steel, or or. And then or you have to take the steel and do. And you have yeah. to take the steel and craft it into whatever it is that you want. So I, I'm. That's been a little bit disappointing. I know that they're planning. They've made some updates. They actually had one of the first major updates this week, oh, which really? actually was a, a more of a graphics enhancement. The uh, draw rate is incredible huh. now. It looks the. Uh, it I've noticed a marked improvement in the graphics. Um, it was pretty incredible. Um. But yeah, so I've been playing a lot of Fallout Four. I'm looking forward to getting into Assassin's Creed Syndicate. I like, I, I love the AC series, and right. I, I basically have heard from everyone and their grandmother just skip Unity. It yeah, just wasn't no, that no, good. Was but the game. Syndicate, Syndicate, they really redeemed themselves, and especially I guess the character of Evie Fry is just a blast to play. So I'm looking forward to. Uh, I haven't, I haven't gotten any Syndicate. I really got burned out on um, Assassin's. Assassin's Creed Black Flag was, so, in my opinion, was just atrocious. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I loved it. I no, thought Black, I thought Black Flag was so much better than three. I thought Black Flag was. was probably one of the best I've ever played because I loved, I loved pirates. <laughs> so I loved the be, I loved being a pirate. There was just something about it that was just so 
fun because three was just terrible with the whole Native American thing. I just, oh, it there was, was just three was just awful, but four but was I great. That, and maybe that was my problem is I went from three not liking it at all, giving it a chance, yeah. and going, you know what? I'm kind of burning out on the same gameplay and the same system, but this will be new enough. And then that burned me out. And then they went to the whole, hey, we're going to give you a ship now. How great is that? Yeah. And it's like, oh, man, you know what? It wasn't that great. And I thought that there was just a lot of holes in the game and the storytelling was yet again bad. Yeah. And I just thought that it, it's getting worse. And so I, I've skipped Unity a, and Syndicate. So okay. I may get back into it at some point. I thought point, Black Flag was a popcorn said, game. said view friend request just to let you know. I couldn't find it anywhere. There. Now we're friends. That's what I'm talking They're about. They're finally friends, sure. guys. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was like we're months ago. Friends. That's why. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, I... I I've heard really good things about Syndicate, so I'm excited about yeah, that. Um, I've been playing Fallout 4 a lot, and then I've been playing, <sighs> I just started this week, The Witness. Oh, The Witness. Oh, the Witness. Okay. I've, heard, I've heard good things. It this is, um, it, it takes, it, if, if anybody has been around video games for a long time and you remember the game Mist, I feel I, like that's the only way to kind of start this conversation, but really the similarities end to there in terms of it's a puzzle game that's okay. it yeah but like I've heard uh, in that terms of a, a lot in but... terms of in terms of an, an immersive world uh whereas that mist was you were in on these very very controlled path okay uh the the uh the witness is open for exploration yeah. hugely like you can go off the beaten path anytime anywhere and look around and you will anything. and you will find things if you go off the beaten for path sure. that you didn't even know were there uh, you'll turn yeah. around into a grove of trees and you'll look and go is that What's a puzzle? down there? Is there a puzzle like on the ground or or in it like down below? Or the, the tree limbs, you know, if the you tree look limbs at them in themselves. A way. Are, yeah. Oh god. I and I can't say enough about the design. The it's such so a good. beautiful, beautiful game. This island, this island has. I mean, I, I've lost count of how many zones. There's a desert. There's a forest. There's a um. There's a, like a beach. There's uh, tree houses. There's yes. uh, there's there's under like this underground place. There's these uh, old ca- there's a castle. There's there's these uh, obelisks and uh, what so, looks like all right. Quarry, so I I know nothing there. about the game. Okay. Give me a basic setup. Of okay, what the intro to the game is. So is you know nothing. The intro is okay. You are I don't it's a black screen. Nothing. Of the yeah, it's a black so. screen with a white dot, and you walk forward, and there's a door with. Is there a puzzle on that door? There is a puzzle. So you, it's like, the game is ingenious in that it teaches you how to do puzzles just by walking through the the world. So you walk up to the door, you click on the puzzle, it focuses on the puzzle, and you'll click on, like, the circle thing where you know, like, I have to click there. And then you go up and you complete the puzzle, and the door opens. Huh. And then you're in this little garden area, and you walk up and there's another puzzle that's slightly more complicated it's still super easy and you do that and you see you know this wire that's coming out of it you know just it glows and so you follow that wire that leads you to another puzzle that gets slightly more difficult you do that and you do that and then you finally you know after doing you know a number of puzzles and everything you finally make your way out of this garden tutorial area and into this world and you can go anywhere yeah Hmm. i went i followed the path Mm -hmm. um and 
I went to what I assume is the next area that you're supposed to go to. Um, and I saw, but I saw like a, a wall of panels. I just had no idea what how, do. You, how yeah. do you even do them. Yeah. <laughs> so I just kind of walked around for a little bit. I went over to this desert area that's not far off. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how to do any of this. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything. So I had to go back and I just had to wander around until I found a puzzle that I was like, okay, I think I complete this. I can complete this. And uh, it's, <sighs> did you go to like the, have you been to like the, I don't want to say, you know, stuff that's going to give anything away, the apple trees? Yes. Okay. That was the next area that I was able to actually complete. Figure out what was huh. going on. Yeah. Yes. So, so you just kind of it wander took me aimless. A long you wander aimless and you'll see like there are puzzles with like, I walked to walked up to a puzzle that had black and white dots, or no, black and white squares, and there yeah. were Tetris pieces in there, and there were like orange arrows. Mm. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what What's great about it is that a lot of times it'll in a very easy area, even in some of the really easy areas at the very beginning, you'll like look to your left and you'll like look down and you'll see a door into like the side of a hill. Yeah. And you'll go down to it, and you'll be like, uh, same kind of thing, where I have no idea how to solve just this. So you just go, all right, I'm going to have to go back to that, because I don't yeah. know how to do it. So you'll go later, later on in the game, and finally get to the area where it teaches you how to defeat that puzzle, and there are no lines of dialogue, no nothing. You Every once in a while, you find these recorders yeah, on the Yeah, I was going to ask if you found any Yes, I thought. found something where it where it's basically you're listening, listening to the story unfold. That's my question. But, is, is there but any kind of then you're story? like, oh, Not this really. is really it's, interesting. So it's very those, vague right now. Yeah, all those yeah. audio logs are like very like philosophical, very deep, mm-hmm. very just you know mind you know I don't know utilizing. You have to really think. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. Quotes, yeah, from famous people in the past yeah. okay. about religion about science philosophy about the world in yeah, general it's really and i a lot of like the other like you know gaming podcasts and like other you know buzz about the game that i've seen a lot of people don't like that aspect mm-hmm. of the game because they feel like it's very pretentious it's yeah. very you know hand over fist but i i love it i, I do love too. it so much i feel it adds to the mystery of what happened on this yeah. island what is still happening on this island what where do you fit in? Who you are, uh-huh. and and I think, I, I I think that's what I'm loving about it is because it's just so, such a unique game. I don't I I honestly don't know if I've ever played anything like it other yeah. than like I said where I can kind of kind of compare it to Mist and saying yeah. it's a puzzle game where you have to go around and solve puzzles to figure out what's going on, but other than that, it's it's. Amazing, and I can't say enough about the art design. It's oh, just it looks gorgeous! gorgeous. It looks well, so it's such a gorgeous ask, game. Let me ask this question: Do you know if it has? Because I have played Mist. I I loved Mist very much. So, but Mist had an end. Yes. So, like, it was a. It's kind of like Seventh Guest. I so, have Mist I have, I have stayed very spoiler free because yeah, I know there's fine. a lot of podcasts, a lot of walkthroughs out of there, and I have really intentionally been like, I really want to. So I don't know the answer to that question. Okay. I assume there is. But I've really wanted to been been That's wanting fair. to experience it organically. So yes. so okay. I'm just wondering, is it walking you through? It's it's. I'm, I'm covering my ears. Yeah. Um, 
So the, the careful, answer to your question is, and I've listened to interviews with you know Jonathan Blow, the guy who made the game. Gotcha, gotcha. And he says that there there is a point to everything. Okay, there is a point to okay, everything. That's, yeah, that's fair. Um, I don't know what that point is mm-hmm. yet. I haven't progressed to that point. I think I'm really close. I'm farther than you for yeah. sure. How many hours have you put into it currently? I'm at. So Steam tells me 38, but okay. I think I left it running overnight once, so it'll probably take eight hours off of that. What's interesting is that there are people, like I've read some reviews of it, I read the Kotako review, which uh, the the reviewer mentioned the fact that they had they think they've put close to 100 hours into oh, it. Oh, for sure. I believe uh, it. Over the course of there have a been, couple weeks. There have been puzzles where I've you know sat there you know, trying thing after thing. I've probably, you know, been stuck on a puzzle for two hours. Oh, jeez. Just trying and to, like... Stand there and you have to, like, you... Like, I'm in the tree houses right now. And yeah, then every I was in the tree house, too. Yeah. But yeah. then you, like, realize that, like, the one... Like, you could go straight, but then you can go back, and these can turn yes, left or yeah. right. So there's, and... there's multiple solutions to some puzzles that alter the, the world in some way. Yeah. Um, but like, interesting. Yeah, oh, dude, it's it's so, so hard. And like I was telling Ralph, like, you know, without you know spoiling anything, like, in like the desert, there's like a big aspect of that area. That like the first time I went there, I'm like, okay, I see these puzzles. They don't look you know difficult or anything really. It looks like there's a lot of options, but I just I can't understand how to you know, do these puzzles, but after experiencing other stuff in the game and going back there, knowing how some of the puzzles work and actually like, you know, just walking around exploring and then something finally catches your eye, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I get it. Yeah. I understand. I and can do this. That was me with the apple trees. Yeah. The, the, I mean, like literally, it just took me a long time. I think, oh, oh, because of the, yes. and the, yeah, in the, the puzzle thing. looks like this and that looks like uh, I'm an idiot, you yeah. know? And it makes and oh, you do. God. There are a lot of the ones where you're just like been, yeah. I can't believe I walked by that one and went, man, I'm just gonna get it later. There have been times where I've wanted to stand up like and just, you know, throw my hands up in the air and walk away. There have been times where I've wanted to stand up and just do a lap around like, my downstairs. <laughs> yeah. Just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did it. I did it. Yeah. It but, uh, is insane. It, it is insanely I think that's what's great, is that it's always insanely rewarding. It can be very, very frustrating, mm-hmm. but when you figure it out, there is this level of reward. Some of it is in game because it opens new things uh, up or new so things satisfying. happen uh, that, that reveal more of the mystery. But other times, it's just the fact that you're like, finally, I figured out what that was, right. and I didn't use a tutorial, and I didn't use a walkthrough, and I didn't. So you know, I'm going to be very ambiguous with this. Okay. Do you have any lasers? Yes. Okay. Oh, the ones that go up to the... Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. How many do you have? I've got four? Okay, I'm at six, I think. Okay, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, there are areas I'm still working... Have you been up there yet? Yes, I've been able to get to the top there, and and I'm kind of looking down going, I have no idea what this means yet, but I'm going to keep going. Um, uh, And I've unlocked some trophies, so I'm... I'm That's the thing about Steam, is there are two trophies. Oh, wow. Um, one for... There are several in the PS4. One for completing the game, uh-huh. whatever that means. Yeah. And then there's a, a hidden trophy. Yeah. That you don't... It won't yeah. tell you. One is. is, like, there's... For each area that okay. you unlock a, an area, or completely unlock the puzzles in gotcha. an entire area, you get a trophy for. So, okay. I've got... I've, 
I barely pay attention to them because I'm usually like, okay, great. Yeah. I'm on to that. <laughs> and, you know, I, I literally puzzle. don't care. I'm, I'm, huh. I, I, now, yeah. now, Assassin's Creed games, I'm a freaking achievement hunter. Uh, I love, like, literally, I'm about the AC games. I love the 100% completion. Yeah. I love, like, getting the main story done and then going back through and finding every single Templar or every yeah. single map or, or all the shanties or what, whatever it is in the game. I love that but this game i i find myself just kind of looking up at the corner like okay great awesome uh what how do you fix this one how do you solve this yeah. one so and like okay so i've like i follow a bunch of people on like twitter and stuff uh-huh. to play the game and like the number of pictures that i've seen of people that like have notebooks yeah uh and mirrors and or they'll use microsoft paint yeah and then they'll screen cap it and they'll overlay it this, and just try to figure out. And if you remember wow. playing Mist, that's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, but there were there were puzzles in Mist. The same thing. I had a notebook beside my computer when I would play Mist. I, and I would like was like, like draw the triangle yeah. thing and try to figure Do out. It's like okay, with the I don't know. Like, Logan will remember this old PC game. It, it, same genre as Mist, but it was called Seventh Guess. Yes. And I so in Seventh Guess, it's a hugely puzzle game, exactly like Mist. It's something yeah. very similar to this where. You wake up in a house. Yes, yes. And it's a haunted house. And yeah. it's just full of puzzles, and you're trying to uncover the mystery of why is the house haunted. And I can tell you so many times, there's like anagrams that you're trying to figure out, but they're not just one word anagrams. It's like full on comprehensive yep. sentence yep. anagrams, and you're just trying to unscramble it. So Seven, you're yes, literally man, writing out everything and pulling, pulling out words, and you're trying to figure out number sequences mm-hmm. to unlock. Doors and it's just man, oh, yeah, I portal have, I in have some ways too. I mean, portal, like very portal, much portal, portal to me, portal, portal is a yeah. puzzle. Game. It is a puzzle game. It is a puzzle game. It's kind of the same thing. You kind of go ah. to one area and the complexity gets more and more. Yeah, and you're like, true. you're the first thing. A lot of times when you, because I, I remember playing Portal and Portal Two, and sometimes you'd like the first time you'd walk into a room, you're like, I, I don't even know what portal, those things are. Those things are moving. Those things are moving. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, like, but, but, I, but in terms much of much more dynamic, it and, is. And it is more. It is more dynamic than uh, than than, um, the than the witness. But there, I think the witness is more dynamic on a philosophical. Oh, for sure, a mental level, level. Yeah, mental yeah, yeah. level than Portal is. Portal is funny and humorous. Portal is and, a physics puzzle game. Yes, yeah. it is. Whereas this is just a straight environmental. Puzzle. Puzzle. It is an environmental puzzle yeah, game. That's, yes, that's the best way to. I'm gonna like, try this. Yeah, is it no, on, for sure. Uh, it's not on the Xbox. It's not on the Xbox. But I can do PC. But it's on, on PC. Steam. But it's going to be. From what I understand, yeah, so you do PC on Steam. I, they're they're talking about doing an Xbox One port. They okay. Just, they, they because yeah, I don't know huh. what the deal is, but yeah, it's exclusive to the PS4 right now. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But if, I can do uh, it on PC. Sony. Yeah. PC. Yeah, sure. I play it on the PC. Okay. I yeah. play it on Steam. And I play it on um, PS4. So. But I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, will, man. man. It's yeah, yeah. And please, text us in the middle of the night. Your frustrations of like I can't get past the yeah. the monastery. I'm in this monastery and I don't know what these colors mean. And uh, <laughs> the blinds open the when you open the blinds. Oh, yeah, yes, I think oh. I, I I just quit, I just beat that like Monday morning or Tuesday Tuesday night. Did you get all those the panels in? There? Yes, yes. Okay, Finally. I had to get help <laughs> for that last panel. I had to get help because I had to, I sat there staring at that thing trying. Every combination That's that I could think of, and like the the solution to that is just so annoyingly some frustrating. Of it, some of it literally. There are some things in terms of environment 
It is literally the angle in which you're standing, the way you are looking at the puzzle. Yeah. Yes. And you have to line it up perfectly. perfectly. But even that doesn't even complete that sometimes it. complete. Yes, yeah. Because there's another step. Yes. And I'm not going to... I'm literally, ah. It's all part of the journey, so ah. I'm not giving Jack squat away about this because it is... There are things... and then, But then when you really like... That was so. It also makes me obvious. Every time I'm just walking around the world, like walking, you know, down a path, I'm like stopping, like every step, and looking around, like, okay, where's the puzzle? There's got to be a puzzle around yeah. here. Where's the puzzle at? Because <laughs> there's puzzles everywhere. But I think I think what's great about that is that there are puzzles everywhere, but there are spaces just to walk. Yeah. Yeah. And experience the world. Just stop and look out over a vista and, and look and see things. And when you get to the top of the mountain there and you're just like looking around down it and you're like, wow. It's, it's a this beautiful world. This world is gorgeous. Yeah. And the colors are just amazing. So anyway. And that's, and that's I think, why. I mean, normally you, when you hear Which people are you? talk about video games. <laughs> this freaking puzzle. That, yes, yes, yes. What the uh, they're literally pulling out pictures of puzzles yeah. now. They're they're so hardcore into this game. And this is that. how I help figure out puzzles for me because like I I now hooked up my second monitor, so now I can pull stuff in the paint. But uh, okay. I would just take pictures. Like I don't know, that gives you an idea of like the art style. It's just it's a very pretty game. Oh yeah, very nice. Yeah. Um. No, I think it's you know hearing people talk about games like this is very inspiring to like want to go try that game. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah. what I I loved. The old generation of Myst and Seventh Guest, and those were so fantastic um, puzzle games out of that generation. Which I'm so sad that we got away from that as a gaming platform. And yes, we've gotten Portal and some other puzzle type games that have come out, even uh, to a lesser extent. Like the Resident Evil series is nothing but a adventure puzzle game. You know, gotcha. Hmm. You know, interesting. You know, I mean, very much so. It's like you know, Resident. If you guys are familiar with the series. That's all it is. It's yeah. just literally, hey, you're in a house and you're trying to survive mm -hmm. the zombie apocalypse. And yes, there's a story that comes with that. And yes, it's an outbreak. And yeah. but there's so many puzzles in that game and yep. so many secret rooms. And hmm. and you know, it's a it's a great intuitive way to combine action adventure with puzzles. And mm -hmm. I'm happy to see that it's kind of coming back into the forefront Dude. of the gaming community like the game is just it's constantly yeah. on my mind uh, yeah me too me constantly. too and i but i do think i really think what's great is is that in the fact that really from the 90s through the aughts you know the, the most popular games were these games they're the shoot 'em ups or the 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 horror the horror ones and everything it's so great i have to say to be able to like load a game up because i can't do this fallout 4 no Load a game up or my, when my kids are up, yeah, and play. You know, work on a couple few puzzles while they're awake and they're like, "Oh, walk over there, Daddy! Look mm -hmm. over this!" And it's like, and like, I, there's zero things I have to worry about in the game yeah. world or right. the environment. And then they're trying to like, "Well, try going this way, Daddy. Maybe if you do this." And yeah, and I. So that to me is great. I'm just glad to see the variety of games just continually growing. And I, I feel like we're now coming full circle here and that we can kind of wrap this up where we talked about like, okay, then what would the world of virtual reality hold? You know, what, what, would, what would the witness look like in VR where, the VR you're, doing, where you're pressing, where you're, where you're basically with your finger yeah. pressing a button and like screening like a minor, like the minority report where you're dude, moving things around and dude. you're pushing doors open with your hands and things. That 
to, to, but I think it's great that we're not just about putting guns in people's hands yes. and running around shooting people. That the goal is to shoot and kill as many things or people as possible. This game is infinitely the way. This is infinitely more interesting than yes. any Call of Duty will ever be. Yes, yes, and I, I agree think that, completely. But but that element that you know to bring it full circle, how yeah. amazing would it be to challenge the younger generation? Because that's what we grew up on is yeah. these puzzle games, yep. and they they allow you to see things that are everyday occurrences that help you accomplish something. And like Logan said multiple times, that feeling of accomplishment for just solving oh a puzzle is yeah. so important and is so, so rewarding that I think that that is something that we should strive to in the VR world as well. Could you imagine Portal in VR, though? Like, Dude, just it, jumping it through it, like, ah! It would make me throw up. Oh, I would love it. <laughs> it would be amazing. God, going through yeah, portals like that and just all the... Yeah, no, it would be nuts. Well, gentlemen, I think we need to wrap this up. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been great. Uh, I've missed this. I, I missed this too. We gotta do it again. I feel like there's sure. a bunch of stuff we didn't get a chance to talk about. Oh, we, so much. So many. But we uh, we brushed off the things. I mean, just to recap, VR, who knows where it's going. Star Wars. Wars. Who knows Ghost, where it's going? Who knows where it's going, but go see it. I'm really excited for Rogue One. We oh, haven't absolutely. even seen a trailer drop for it yet, but I'm really I know. hoping. I, I, I kind of, I'm like. I'm, I'm excited about the synopsis of it. Yeah. I've heard, yeah. you know, not to you know, prolong this, but yep, like, please, I heard please. a rumor that they're going to put Thrawn in Rogue One. Yeah, because um, if, um, I don't know if you're aware of this, that the entire. Uh, should Rebels. I share what what it is about? Is that okay? I yeah. think that it's not spoiling anything. No, 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 no. I, the, the synopsis of Rogue One is pseudo, not spoiler. Pseudo spoiler alert. It's about how they got the plans for the Death Star. Yeah. And, and it's about, you know, how Leia Organa has the plans for the Death Star. Well, this is the team that goes and accomplishes yes. that and the story behind that. And so yeah. there is a story, uh, rumor, not story, that Darth <laughs> Vader is going to be heavily involved in this movie. Yep. Um, or the character of Darth Vader. Um, Thrawn is supposed to be one of the... And those uh, who don't know Thrawn, he was a one of the best characters oh written yes. in the expanded universe for, for Star Wars. That is now, all hell Thrawn. Oh my yeah, God. All hell Thrawn. Um, there's now... Sadly, understandably removed removed from um, canon. Yeah, and I think that but, if they come because they've done a lot with um, because we uh, the words are hard to get out. But let me just do this um, because we have to accept uh, movies terrible, terrible lore and terrible lists as canon. I am glad that they subtly incorporated some of those pieces into the force awakens and so for them to uh, pay homage to some of the greatest iconic features um like thrawn potentially in these in between films yeah yeah is is exciting for mm -hmm. me even the potential whether they do it or not i'm not sure but yes it's just a room. they might do it <clears throat> yeah is very exciting it would be it would that would be enough that would be enough for me the movie could be mediocre I don't yeah. think it's gonna be. No. But if it has Thrawn, like that'll make me happy. Yeah. yeah. Um, that'll make me happy. And another thing, the rumor out there, just let your brain noodle stew. We have a short list for the casting of the young Han Solo for the next Han Solo oh, really? film as that has been released. And yeah. um, the guy from Whiplash, what's his name? Miles Ma Teller, yeah, I believe Miles is Teller. his name. Uh, Dave Franco is on there. Uh, the kid from Percy Jackson. Okay. I'm not saying they're all great short list, but uh, yeah, check it out. It's online. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, tell us what you think. And if you would. Just let us know how much you love us. Uh, where are we at, Logan? That's a good question. So we do That's have a, a Facebook page. It's yes. 
It's going to be in the description. It's, <laughs> it's Bar Talk Podcast, I think, yeah. on Something. Facebook. I'll, I'll knock over We'll send it out to the socials. I'll, I'll We're knocking over beer. This should be um, unique. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a few deep right now. Yes, and um, I'm on my way to see the Merc with the Mouth. So. Uh, the the Merc. Merc with the Mouth. Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool. So the next time you hear from us, we'll be talking about Deadpool, yeah. uh, Shortlist for Han Solo, uh, um, great many other things. Yes. Yeah, I think our email is bartalkpodcast at gmail.com. So yes, I think that is. Three emails there. I might. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll get this out there one way or another. If not, we'll add a, add a doobly-doo at the beginning and to tell you where to find it. Exactly. Yes. So. Well, gentlemen, this has been fun. We Yay! More often. We should. All right. Hey, Way guys. We're on, a, we're on a good tread. Uh, we got one in this year, so maybe yeah, one next year. One maybe next year. Maybe next year. Maybe maybe next year. Be good. It's, yeah. All right. It's nice. It's nice. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks, I'm Nate. guys. I'm Ralph. And I am Logan. And until next time, gentlemen. We have been the Bar Talk Podcast. We have indeed. Indeed we have. (laughs) Peace. Cheers.